Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wild and a key the needle podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Wild and a key the needle podcast. Yeah, they'll buy themselves your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've got it. You'll feel every week. Yes, that's right. Robin and Keith need a podcast, episode number 140, talking about the television show Cheaters. Oh, I'm very excited for this one. This is Akiva's choice, though, uh, that uh, the podcast that Akiva picked out could have done anything, but this is what Akiva picked. Here he is, the host of Three and a Half Podcasts and the selector of Cheaters. It's Akiva Winokur. Yeah, I, I really got a lot of uh, flack on social media in the last day or two. Well, hey, listen, let me talk directly to social media. Mm-hmm. Let the man live, okay? He made his pick. When it's when it's audience choice, you get to pick. It was Akiva won the coin flip. People are calling me a beta. They say mm-hmm. I'm the beta of this podcast for yeah, sure now. I believe that was Brian Cohen. Yeah, a lot of people coming after me saying, like, I was just like the kid who's trying to kiss up to the cooler kid on the Mm-hmm. playground i didn't and, mind that yeah and but but ultimately like you know as we've established we're very busy guys right now this mm-hmm. summer we're we're busy boys and we're we're uh we're you know just trying to do episodes that don't take you know hours and hours of prep especially for me some some of them do okay well so i figured like watching a tv show podcasting about a tv show that's not a lot of prep all right, uh, that's coming off of episode number 139, Rob's Biggest Fan, and uh, shout out to everybody who put themselves out there to be part of the uh, Rob's Biggest Fan. Look, that is not a, a hard thing to you know uh, be out there and announcing that I, I even tolerate Rob Sestronino, let alone I'm Rob Sestronino's mm-hmm. biggest fan. Allie asked why I didn't enter the competition myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, look, uh, there's always uh, next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the sequel, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, people say you've been pushing me around, so I'm I'm taking back the conch this episode. Yeah, you know what that uh, means. who's saying I'm pushing you around? <laughs> a lot no of people way. on social media are saying that you know you're you're having your way. You've well, been you've become the full alpha of the podcast, and I'm just sitting along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so the alpha. I'm going to push podcast. back this episode. Yeah. That's what they've been saying. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here today because I'm I'm very excited for this episode because uh, we have uh, a great guest uh, back with us to talk about the television series Cheaters. Of course, uh, I, I'm I'm trying to remember. I think this might have been her idea in the first place, but I know that uh, she was uh, a longtime fan of the series. 
And of course, uh, you could hear her on uh, a bunch of the uh, Big Brother podcasts. This summer, of course, uh, she got done talking about uh, cheaters on the Temptation Island wrap up. It's the great Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Hi. Oh, I'm doing so great. So I I can't take full credit for this. Jenny Autumn suggested this. I just immediately freaked out because I love the idea. So Mm -hmm. this was Jenny Autumn's initial uh, idea in the mailbag. Yes. Okay. This seems like uh, a show that she would like also. Absolutely. You guys sloppy. are so funny. Yeah, so funny on the slop this week. I absolutely loved it. Um, but yes, I'm pumped up. You know, like you said, I guess cheaters is sort of my forte now. I like <laughs> to talk about just the trashiest level of human existence that we can get at. And this show really, I mean, the salt of the earth is what is what you're going to get on the show cheaters. So yes. I can't wait to get into it with you guys. Okay. Very excited <laughs> to talk about this. Akiva, had you ever watched this show before? What I think I mentioned this when we talked about it initially in a mailbag. I, I, when you started talking about it, I didn't know what it was. Like I had no idea the show existed, honestly. And I was like a big, like, all right, this garbage show is syndicated at one thirty in the morning on Fox five. I'm going to check it out. I never, <laughs> that was one of your things. No, but like I'd be up late and like back in the day, there weren't as many cable channels. Mm-hmm. You'd always, you know, you'd see like the same, what was the dating show? Like a limit date shows like that were yeah. always on, but I never, I never, maybe it wasn't on a lot. When do you remember watching? Because okay. we so grew up with the same TV show. My channel. first experience with the television show Cheaters, that so it used to be on. This is when I would get watch it. So on Saturday nights, okay, SNL would come on at 1130. Okay. After SNL, famously, mm-hmm. Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah. That's the 1 a.m. show. And then, I, and then I think at 2 a.m. after <laughs> Showtime at the Apollo, once the Sandman got through at the mm-hmm. Apollo, then it would be Cheaters, I think, on at like uh, 2 a.m. Okay. And so I kind of feel like, all right, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm home from uh, the bar now here. At uh, The bar just closed <laughs> at 2 a.m. Let me go ahead and uh, pop on Cheaters. I'm shocked Cheaters was on NBC. Like, at I 2 feel o'clock like it- in the morning. I know, but I, I'm just shocked that that was even like, I just thought it would be like you said, like the Fox five channel or whatever, like yeah. the local cable channel of yeah. your area is what would play cheaters. Cause that's how bad it is. So it's a syndicated show, but, but syndicated weekly, not a, uh, like a yeah. night. It's not like a show that you're going to get five nights a week in your local market. It's so on it's one like, night a week. So it's like cops for cheating. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a great example of that. Mm-hmm. I do. Except, a really except great. Cops comparison. is real. Uh, and cops. <laughs> cops is also like horrible. Like uh-huh. the fact, like we can do a whole cultural commentary about the fact that people watched and enjoyed the show Cops for so many years, mm-hmm. especially given like the, our current times. Like well, I don't think talking, it's on anymore. Yeah. Well, I would hope not. Yeah. What's Live the PD. Live PD? And then is yeah, that, that is also that, that also got taken off? Yeah, that got taken off like last year. Yes. Yeah. Although, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, if anybody's ever done like a deep dive into the TV show Cops of like what was fake and what was real on that show, I always assumed it was real, but I also I never really know. watched it. Also, America's Most Wanted, like mm-hmm. that was it is you know same same type of idea. Yeah. America's Most Wanted usually was for good, though. Like, cops was just, like, following around Drunk cops, people. like, yeah. patrolling, you know? Like, mm-hmm. America's Most Wanted was created with the idea of... a good song, of, catchy theme song. 
Yeah, did it? Should we yeah. put that in the, in the third theme song bracket? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, like the theme song to cops, like uh, that uh, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? That like, a, yeah, that is a good theme song. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cops itself, though, like, it, like I said, it's just like I feel such a captured like time capsule of American culture that like that was an enjoyed syndicated show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's good that we're now in a place as a country where you can look at that and be like, how also why also, huh? Um, but cheaters is, we should be asking the same questions about cheaters though, Maggie. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I how, mean, why well, and huh? <laughs> but my, my thoughts on cheaters come basically from the very beginning where it's like the little, um, disclaimer at the beginning. I literally paused it and wrote down what the disclaimer is because at the end it says, this program is both dedicated to the faithful and presented to the false hearted to encourage their renewal of temperance and virtue. Yes. Okay. Well, let's just set up what the show is and mm-hmm. then. Uh, we can do a uh, deep dive into an examination of this episode, which I believe is what season nine, episode one. Uh, we'll post the link in the description. But this is every single episode. Every episode mm-hmm. of Cheaters is exactly the same. Yes, you could watch any episode the same. <laughs> they're they're running it back out. The same thing. It could be a cartoon that it's just the the same exact thing happens in every single episode multiple times. It's exactly it just run run it back. But the premise is that Cheaters is a show where if you have a significant other and 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 the, and the host of the show talks like this about the very soothing. It's very very clinical show. It's therapy. We're going to get to the bottom of these relationship issues because people are cheating and it's not fair. Uh, And there are couples and somebody suspects the other person of cheating. And so what they're going to do, they've got a crew of hundreds of private investigators and they're going to go and they're going to. uh, Well, what would you say is the right the right word? Uh, Surveil. Yes. They're going to surveil your partner. And they are going to find out 150% of the time that your significant other is indeed having an affair, cheating. They are going to then get video surveillance footage, sometimes from inside the house. And (laughs) they are going to then bring that footage and come back to you. And host the show is going to, and they're always like in a car, like, all right. Sit down. I want to show you. Like we do have some footage, and then and then they show those the person what we just saw from the surveillance, and then they always say, "Now we do know that your partner happens to be with this person right now. Do you want to go confront them?" And every single time in the history of the show, the person has a yes. Yes, I do want not to confront just, them. Not just a yes, a hell yes, yes. usually. Yes, Nobody, <laughs> nobody's ever even been on the fence. Nobody's ever been like, oh, let me think about this. Oh. There's never been an episode where they didn't catch them cheating. Like, sorry, he's faithful. No, he was buying you never. Flowers. There's never been one time where, now maybe that they took these cases up and uh, it went nowhere and it didn't make the show. Mm-hmm. But every sure. single cheater's uh, investigation has always found, yes, the person is cheating. Yes, uh, we have the footage. And yes, they are with this person right now. And do you want to confront this person? Yes. And then we have the confrontation. 
they must have filmed millions of these just to get you know just to get the you know that level of uh detail yeah. on every single well, one they air maggie do you think there's maybe some confirmation bias to the point where like if you suspect that your partner is cheating to the point that you get the television show cheaters involved uh, your partner <laughs> is definitely cheating Absolutely. I mean, there is a woman who was like, you know, we're not even sleeping in the same bed. Oh, and that I was, was like, a, yeah, a dream. Yeah. I- <laughs> Why do people keep saying this about me? Alex did the same thing last night. <laughs> yes. Then what you haven't uh, famously said that that your ideal scenario would be separate beds for a couple. Uh, sometimes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, no, I think. Well, not different rooms. Are, are there aren't they in different rooms? That lady. Yeah, they're like sleeping totally in different areas of the house. And like, to me, that lady, for a lot of these people, it feels like the relationship is completely over. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, oh, everything is totally fine. And I saw something on their phone and now I'm thinking that they're cheating on me. It's like, we've been having these very serious relationship issues for years. We no longer touch one another. And I can't believe they're cheating on me, you know? Right, and one of them, I, the guys already getting engaged. Like in his <laughs> mind, like he's probably been over for like nine to twelve months. Okay, so so that's the premise of the show, Cheaters. We're going to talk about this uh, episode now. Uh, Cheaters has had a uh, a very long run on the show uh, that it premiered back in the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Is that is that correct? Yeah, and it I think it's, right. I think it's still on. Like, I think they may still be making new episodes. Yeah, so. I think it's sort of like they've uh, rebooted it with a different host. And let me just uh, bring up because yeah. I, I have not watched the new reboot the, of Jesus. They're on their fourth host. The the guy who's hosting the, uh, the episode we watched today, Joey Greco, was there by far the longest. They replaced him with like Clark Gable's grandson, who I believe like died pretty quickly uh, into his run. And now oh they have God. a guy from, I think flavor of love or something like that. Peter love and hip hop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, this show originally, uh, premiered in, uh, the year 2000. I wish I had the premiere date for cheaters. Um, it, let's see. Um, because I, October I, I would, 21st, 2000. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so this episode. is after Survivor. So, I don't know if Cheaters itself can owe its inception to the success of the first uh, Survivor season. of. Uh, but maybe it was just, uh, like, going to happen either way. Are we blaming Richard Hatch for Cheaters? Is that what's happening? Is that um, what you're saying, Ralph? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think that Richard Hatch is uh, really associated with infidelity. Um, but that I, I do think that like the the popularity of like hey we need reality uh, mm-hmm. might have maybe like right. uh, somebody had the idea for this and maybe it you got think, bought. You, you think they had like the hands on the pole final three and they were like all right there's like two guys and a lady involved here <laughs> yeah, <And> like <laughs> perhaps perhaps <laughs> um, yeah but uh, that being said I kind of feel like that I'm sure it does happen I feel like it's not often that a man is uh, suspecting his uh, wife or girlfriend of uh, being unfaithful that's wild yeah it's, Maggie it's, do you can you recall do you feel like that does that happen uh, like uh, somewhat regularly 
Yeah, I found an episode um, that we were going to maybe watch, but then I thought it was too depressing because it was a guy and he was like such a sad sack. Like there was nothing to like joke about. Mm -hmm. It was like very sad. It involved him like being hospitalized at one point. And I was, I know I was like, this is not like, but he was, his girlfriend was cheating on him. But I was like, this is not like fun for us to chat about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I needed to find something that was just baseline trashy, you know? So according to the Wikipedia, it says the show's uh, complainants can be either married or long-term significant others and have included both opposite sex and same-sex couples. So, okay, good for cheaters. Yeah, I don't... It seems like it's about even 50-50 in terms of men and women, at least in later seasons. Okay. All right. So, again, the other thing about the presentation of the show, the show is presented, again, as Maggie said, like very clinically of like, Mm -hmm. cheaters is a force for good. It is not (laughs) exploitive. It is not something that is trash TV. It is Mm -hmm. helping people find out who's being unfaithful. It is uh, very much on the side of the person being cheated on, and uh, it is there to help them. And then there were frequent plugs during the episode to (laughs) cheaters like an online dating <laughs> service for people who don't like being cheated on no cheaters date.com <laughs> no cheaters it's date. a com. fun way to meet faithful singles in your area it is now defunct uh but maggie how many people uh do you think might have been on no cheaters date.com that were actually cheating I- on their spouses Oh, that were actually cheating on their spouses? Probably all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think overall, there was probably about 17 people on NoCheatersDate.com. <laughs> yeah. And it's just constantly like they're talking about how like, uh, that. Uh, are you somebody who is feeling that your partner is being unfaithful? Like they give out the the address and then you could uh, get, get a hold of them and, and they can help you with your problems. Um, but I guess let's let's talk about the episode in question, uh, season nine, episode one, the season premiere. One of the weird things about the shows, guys, is the name of the episode is like the name of the complainant, like the cheated on person. Mm-hmm. I assume they're using the real names. Like this episode is called Angela Tolan and Carrie Ivy. Yeah, it's weird to use last names on like on a show like this. It is weird mm-hmm. that also the man in question, I believe here for Angela's uh, significant other, and I don't know if it was a husband or a boyfriend, uh, his face is blurred. We never get his name. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he afforded such privacy? I mean, I guess she's coming to the show, so she's signing contract. Maybe he isn't, but but then it, it is speaks funny. to did everybody else that was involved with cheaters like sign the release? Like after they're like the, like the second <laughs> couple. Like, uh, did the guy who was cheating on his uh, girlfriend, who then they like they were showing him like on the secret camera, uh, like (laughs) hooking up, he signed a release. That guy. (laughs) I wanted to show other people, but you know, he has game. I guess. Like, I'm showing everybody. I think that like when I I remember when I first started Temptation Island and I was talking to the great Kirsten McInnes about it, and I was like, "Why do people go on this show?" And she was like, "For clout." I imagine that that's what some of these people do. Maybe they get to be on TV. I guess so. In 2000, that was probably pretty cool. Hey, set your VCR. I'm going to be on Cheaters this week. I do think this show, you know, we joked about the show being like cops for cheating. I do think at a certain point, and probably by the point we're watching it, it's like, 
the the spiritual like father of the show is almost like the Jerry Springer show. Yes. That, yes. Like mm-hmm. the the goal is to have a fist fight at the end of each, you know, mini episode where it's like, okay, I'm going to confront the woman, but it's like, we're going straight to fisticuffs, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like the evolution of, uh, I think, the uh, like trashy talk show where, like, on the Jerry Springer show, it's like, all right, well, let's bring out your per- the person that was cheating, and let's bring here's his girlfriend, and then they just get on the stage and they fight. It's like, no, we're taking this out of the studio. We're going out to the real life, and then we're going to bring these confrontations instead of like, come on out. Like, uh, like no, we're going to bring you to them and then let the fight happen there. And then they to their place of business. Yeah, like, the, where the, it's an office building. <laughs> A lot of fights in places of business on Cheaters. Yeah. But that's what happens. What do you think, Akiva? <laughs> Was there more cheating going on in uh, 2000 when Cheaters started, or has uh, cheating only proliferated uh since then well that's a good question i think it's much easier to cheat now yeah with mm-hmm. apps so probably there's more cheating now it might be but like cheating might have less of a stigma now. i'm not sure mm-hmm. I, I i'm not rumpers nest i will say by the way uh, along the lines with my jerry springer point i believe at the second uh in the in the second story they literally chant jerry during during <laughs> during the fight right i think the crowd at the concert is literally chanting Jerry Jerry while they're while they're fighting. People love How was that allowed? Like that I, I mean, okay, so basically in the second story, they confront them at this concert venue. And there's a concert happening. And I thought, like, oh, they were gonna have somebody pretend to bring ask this couple that they need to come outside mm-hmm. and fight. But no, the cheaters crew of 25 people and the person being cheated on just came in onto the middle of the concert hall and just there was a brawl. I was if I was at that concert, I would be appalled. No, it's a concert. You want that kind of excitement. Gets the crowd going. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Akiva, could you imagine that, uh, you know, it's 2029, we're doing our first live show back, and then, uh, like, uh, the <laughs> Cheaters crew comes in and a fist fight breaks out? And it's not like, it has nothing to do with us. It's not like Nicole is confronted. It's right, like right. a random listener. Random listener. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh my, Akiva, hold on. Is this the Cheaters crew? Have they come yeah. in here? Is it, it looks like, oh, it looks like, oh, is there a, is there a, 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 a melee has, a fracas has, bro- has, has broken out has, the crowd. Has broken out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that granola bar Jimmy that's uh, being taken away? Granola bar Jimmy. <laughs> it's a new listener that's the, become yeah. a super fan of Renap. Yes, now. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do think this is a good time to bring into the conversation of, you know, this is something that Chappelle and I often talk about on the uh, RHAP Rewind, but I do think shenanigans uh, are really at play here in uh, the <laughs> cheaters universe. And I, and I think that this is something that, like, as we have reexamined more and more reality shows of the past, I, I think it's fair to question, is anything real here on cheaters? I did a little research. Yes. And I, I, I'm not the expert. Maggie knows the show, but I did. I did a little research this morning. Mm-hmm. There are multiple people saying I know people in the Texas area or in, you know, the Midwest who were offered to be on the show or who went on the show and then were recruited to find more people. And the stories seem to line up where maybe the three people split a thousand dollars, or at least they did a decade ago, um, for agreeing to be on the show. I don't know if they're always in a relationship. I think it's pretty similar to the show catfish. Maybe 
Although mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if catfish is like fully fake, but a lot of times catfish don't are talk yeah, poorly about catfish. Okay, I'm sorry, but like I think, on, but Maggie, I think on catfish a lot of times it's the catfisher who who contacts them and they sort of work backwards. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. not always, no, but I think I did, like I that, it, that. I think that sometimes happens. I, it seems to be pretty unanimous that it is fake. If you asked me to bet, I'd say it, the whole show is fake because they're. Mm-hmm. Fo- good like how do they always have footage from inside the house especially like 12 years ago that you know that mm-hmm. like the show would have been so expensive to have like constant surveillance for weeks at a time for things that couples. are dead ends that go nowhere yes yeah yeah for multiple couples every week and this is just what they're getting right if this is a real show you might have to film 10 couples to get you know two episodes or something mm-hmm. it, it just seems impossible that any part of this show is real i also think that like you know, in the episode that we watched, like the first guy came out with like flowers and then came out with like, you know, like when he was going to meet his, you know, the person he was cheating on his partner with. And it's like, okay, is every single time you meet up with someone that like you're cheating on someone with, like you're bringing an object with you to make it clear mm-hmm. that it's a romantic relationship? Every, every single time. Like there's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's like we almost- got, <laughs> sorry, we got a view of a proposal. Yeah. You know, like come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. And it's always everything is always outside, uh, like a, mm-hmm. or on like a balcony, or like they're sitting next to a window where they could see what's going on on cheaters. So yeah, I, I think that there are there are fair questions to be asked about cheaters. I also think, and uh, I think maybe this is a good time to bring into this. So. Probably the thing that is most famous about Cheaters is that uh, in the early going of Cheaters, uh, in the first year, it was a very big news story that Cheaters is uh, such a real show that upon uh, one of these confrontations, the host of the show, Joey Greco, was stabbed by (laughs) a participant in the show. He was so mad that Cheaters came up to bring this conversation to out his cheating, that he stabbed the host of the show. You know what it reminds me of? The the real world sketch in Chappelle, where it's like, you stabbed me, you stabbed me. Anyway, with the Joey Greco thing, I, w- I was looking that up too, and that's the most iconic moment in this through the show, right? And I think... Yes. So that's really where they were pressed on, like, hey, is this real? Because they use some private ambulance, and people say, like, that would not have been the ambulance that you call... If you were, you know, if you, I think it was in Dallas, like if you were stabbed in the Dallas mm-hmm. area, it was like a private thing. And there was no record of him. Uh, there was no, re- there was no police incident. Uh, there was no record of the police incident locally. There was no record. They went to the hospital. When asked, he said, like, he's not allowed to talk about it. He's not allowed to say <laughs> anything for legal reasons. Yes. Uh, but nothing ever came out. And uh, it seems to be pretty universal that people think it was fake. Yeah. Well, also, Akiva, I mean, Joey Greco may be a reality television host, but an actor he is not. And I watched that one minute, 30 second clip, and there was a lot of deep breathing. And also there was like a lot of producers asking like other people if they were okay and sort of like there, there was no huge commotion around Joey. He was just sort of like, you know, leaning over and touching his side and like, looking up into the sky so yeah i w- i think it's fair to say uh that that was all for yes. show and 
are we supposed to believe that Joey Greco is so dedicated to his craft to <laughs> exposing the cheaters that after being stabbed that he <laughs> continues on with his hosting career? Akiva, if you get stabbed during one podcast, are you coming mm-hmm. back? I mean, I had like uh, right before the pandemic, what, what was I constantly complaining about? I had like a like a wisdom tooth removed or something like that. So. And it was like six weeks of content. <laughs> like imagine if I got stabbed, how much I'd be milking it for. <laughs> I would be like, uh, yeah. And yeah, I do I, remember like that was the thing like uh, where it's like two o'clock in the morning and somebody's like, wait, what show is this? It's like, no, no, no. Oh, you gotta watch this. It's, the show is crazy. Somebody stabbed the host of the show. Right. <laughs> right. I, well, I bet it was during sweeps. I bet it was the season finale or sweeps where Joey Greco got stabbed. Yes. Can we do I, I, that. Should we have like a murder mystery with us for the next uh, sweeps Renap sweeps month? So okay, so the Renap murder mystery is that somebody has stabbed like uh, yes, where we're doing a live show, yes. and then mm-hmm. uh, the lights the lights go out, and then mm-hmm. while the lights are out, Akiva has been stabbed. Yes. I mean, I don't know why you're not getting stabbed here. I feel like that's I mean, bigger, somebody, bigger uh, news. I mean, hold we on, already... Hold on. Hold on. Wait, I, I just need to say yeah. that uh, at the beginning, we did talk about how Rob is the alpha of the podcast and Akiva mm-hmm. is the beta. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Akiva was just stabbed in Rob's head. So let's, you know, let's <laughs> take a moment. I mean, if, Maggie, if someone wants to make headlines, th- they'd be stabbing you. You think there's going to be a listenable podcast after I get stabbed at a live show <laughs> and Akiva is going is gonna to moderate a panel to to talk about who stabbed me. You, oh man, it's so mean. You don't think Chester's in the audience can come take your place while you go? No, get, no. I listen to the live shows you've done. It's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is uh, supposed to be content. <laughs> How dare you, Rob? No, no, no. Uh, that uh, if uh, that basically. Turn- then why would someone stab me? Like I feel like it's not even worth it, worth their time. Because they Unless- know that they, it, that the uh, first off, you're, you're gonna live. Okay. There, okay. Fine, no vital good. organs uh, were okay. were hit. I don't have that many vital organs. Yeah. But sure. And and uh, also, it's going to be compelling content of who stabbed Akiva. Who stabbed Akiva? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the whole rest of the podcast. And then we're going to talk to other guests and find out who had a motive. And then we talk to mm-hmm. your other podcast co-hosts. Uh, talk okay. to Mara. Like, uh, yeah, who yeah. who had the motive to stab Akiva? Mm-hmm. And then it's like every maybe everyone had it. And, well, every it's like Knives Out. It's like everybody had a motive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it could have been anybody. It? Who actually did it? Oh, Turns and, out- and Rob gets to be Daniel Craig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, and then uh turns out it was Granola Jimmy. Well, again, well, what a callback. <laughs> yeah. Granola Jimmy. Yeah. What was his motive, though? Because uh, that uh, you famously are uh, not a granola guy. I don't hate granola. You don't love it. I mean, it's not, <laughs> you don't even like food. You're not even a big food guy. You like granola? I think I eat granola before you. You want to have a granola off? So you like granola? <laughs> like, like it's like the July Fourth hot dog eating contest, but it's just granola, me versus you. Sure, get that's some, the live show. Some yogurt, and that's yeah. why we get stabbed. Yeah, granola granola bracket, like so granola bracket. More of a third. We're like doing idea. a granola bracket. We did not invite him to be the guest. Lights go out. He stabs me. The rest of the episode is a murder mystery. Trying to figure out who did. It. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's that's very exciting. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it's very much up for debate whether or not uh, <laughs> cheaters is real. Whether or not Joey Greco was stabbed. And so uh, that is sort of like uh, the uh, overall like shadow over cheaters. Like, uh, ironically, Maggie, a show about uh, lying was the whole show a yeah. lie. 
Lying yes, and infidelity. I, Were they unfaithful I, to the audience? I think that we can um, confidently say yes. And uh, they say, you know, at the beginning, like, this is about, you know, you should exercise your right to be informed. But they want to keep the audience in the dark. Yes, it's a great point, because I think that, you know, when we talk about, like, uh, no cheaters date, like, uh, the only people <laughs> that are on the website of talking about how, oh, I would, uh, this, uh, I'm, uh, like, I'm all about not cheating. Like, uh, that is the person that's probably the biggest cheater. In the same way, mm-hmm. the whole show about cheating was completely fake. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing else to say. I uh, what I will say mm-hmm. about this episode in particular is that um, when the first woman goes to greet the guy whose face is blurred out, the woman he's been cheating with seems completely taken off guard, and she's like, "I'm getting out of here," mm-hmm. like she's very frightened because the level of like fighting that both of the people who were cheated on yeah. come in with yeah. is like very intense. Very intense energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so all right, Angela Tolland, she's worried her boyfriend is uh checking out other women. He does not make her feel sexy. He was on the computer one night, Akiva, and uh she said, Hey what what are you doing? And he said something about like he's like working on trading in his car to a foreign country. A little sus. I thought he's like a car. Isn't he a car dealer and he takes pictures of cars or something? I something car related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she checked his internet search history. And I guess it could have been worse, uh, but he was on some sort of a <laughs> 30s single chat site. <laughs> Did they not Plenty have incognito? No, I don't know. But season nine of the show is like 2008. They didn't have incognito mode on computers yet. Yeah. Um, so then that's wild. Uh, a 30s single chat site. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's very specific. <laughs> that is very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew what he wanted. And it was not Angela Tallinn, I guess. It was not Angela Tallinn. She's only age 29. He was like on a 30s uh, single chat site. <laughs> um, so the surveillance team went out there and they spotted, uh, you know, a woman uh coming into was that to the, she come to the car dealership first but anyway he's he's back and forth with the woman uh then on day 5 he went to a bar and he is uh making out with uh this woman and then she doesn't let him she doesn't give him the invite up to her apartment and that one of the things I did notice is like the the narration is the show's trying mm-hmm. to be very serious, but it's also like uh, they're very like uh, cheeky with the narration. Yeah, they're of the very tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's a bit like Doctor Seuss. I wrote down like it says he greets his well dressed companion at the door, and the dolled up duo depart. <laughs> like there's a lot of alliteration that's happening. Yeah. I'm unsure. This would have been a dream <laughs> job for me to be a writer on Cheaters. <laughs> Would have loved there, that. I didn't. I didn't check in the credits if there's a writing staff, but I'm I bet sure there's there a writing staff. Yeah, we. You and Mike Bloom probably could <laughs> yeah, come uh, up Mike, with oh, yeah, Mike would full bloom on <laughs> yeah. this show. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, because once the guy eventually gets uh, invited up, he's like, and finally he gets to visit the promised land. <laughs> visit the promised land. Yeah. <laughs> gross. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, also, that this was pretty wild that uh, after that he gets turned down to go to the promised land on day five, then he then calls up his uh, actual girlfriend and mm-hmm. then... For, uh, wait, calls up the girlfriend from right outside his mistress's house, like yeah. on her front steps, as one does. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, I got turned down here, 
but I, you know, I gotta, you know, I have to have fun tonight no matter what. Yeah. So he calls up his girlfriend while, before like leaving the house and is like, and all they right, got I'm great gonna... audio of both sides of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. the, the show, the, the tech budget on, on cheaters is in the millions per episode. <laughs> so I don't know if they have like, like parabolic microphones yeah. out. Yeah. 2021, like the bachelor can't, you know, can't handle the audio levels the way mm-hmm. uh, the way 2007 cheaters did. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, and then, so on day ten, they uh, go out again, and they mm-hmm. go to they go to a bar, uh, and then uh, they come out, and they must have been uh, really sloshed because uh, then they go like uh, they they're like getting in a fountain, like it's the opening to Friends. Yeah, uh, I. I just don't like the idea of, I live in a city. Nobody should be barefoot in a fountain anywhere. Like, would you like athlete's foot? Do you need a tetanus shot? Like, maybe don't do that. That would be my recommendation. Don't cheat on anybody, but also don't get barefoot in a fountain. They were very, they were very drunk in their defense. I mean, this is a major violation to not only your (laughs) partner has been out. Being unfaithful and getting in public fountains and then coming home and crawling into your bed. Yes. You think that she would be like the maddest about that? Like, ooh, yes. you were in a public fountain? Like, I hope you wash those feet. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so they have all the footage of this and they come back and they and they are going to show Angela the video. And she sees everything. And then uh, she, I mean, she really does not like have like a wild reaction. Wait, and then they got in a fountain? What? What? He doesn't get in fountains. Well, she's... No, she. I asked him to go because, in the fountain last week. He said no. Yeah, yeah. He he's taken her to that place before, so yes. she's very upset. Oh, okay. That's their place. But also, Joey Greco, when he was like showing her the footage, I wrote down his line. He said, um, "So, so he this day he picks up the same young lady he was spending quality time with. Like, mm-hmm. who talks like this, yeah, Joey Greco?" And of course, it's always the same delivery of like, uh, oh, "I know you're very upset right now, but we do." know where he is right now and he happens <laughs> to be with her at the moment so would you like to go and see what they're up to and confront them but yes yes and so that they go to the dealership and she happens to be this woman happens to be in the dealership and then she's coming in hot uh the, the uh angela tallin yeah, you know, they first of all, the dealership was a very sort of like cinematic place to have this mm-hmm. melee, um, you know, right, right with a parking lot outside. But yeah, like they in this one, they get good footage because the next episode, they barely have footage of the fight. It's like a complete mess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Angela, Angela's home. She's coming in hot. She's coming in swinging at the mistress. She's coming in swinging. Yeah. There's no explanation given to this mistress, though. Like, no wonder she was so scared. Like, Mm -hmm. she's literally like, what is happening? Like, she's just trying to figure out what the issue is. And then when she's like, he's my girlfriend, he's my boyfriend, she looks right at the guy and smacks him across the face and is like, you can have him. Please don't kill me. Like, I need to run away. I think that's so interesting because the the person who is sort of like the third party here, like, has like one of two reactions where we saw like both sides of the spectrum here in this episode where mm-hmm. this woman who uh jana is her name she's like uh, she's like uh oh i hate this guy what an a-hole like uh she's mm-hmm. and she's like also like uh like i'm out of here this is good that uh, you, you know you didn't tell me you had a girlfriend uh he in the second uh story that we see that 
the uh, the third party is like completely on team of of the guy and is like, oh, you're you know you're a, a skank. You're you know basically like that. She's like mad at the person who got cheated on. Yeah, I mean, it's like they rather than getting mad at your partner, you're getting mad at the other person, which I've never understood that psychology literally ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the oh, also we can't forget that in this first one, the mom is with oh, yeah. what's her trying name, to Angela, hold her back. trying to hold her back, literally yeah. like running around like Angela, please stop, please mm-hmm. stop this mother, and she's like, it's like an exorcism the way that she's just swinging she's at anyone who's around, yeah. Completely. And it's a gigantic crew also, Akiva, yes. on Cheaters. That uh, easily, like, 30 people are on set. Right. I mean, listen, the budget on the show, as we've established, is I like the, 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 the series premiere of Lost Level. <laughs> they just have 30 people, and just, they, like, if she had said, what if she had said no? Like, nah, I don't want to confront him. All those 30 people have been flown in, airport, mm-hmm. hotels. Nope, just for naught. Yeah. Um. Angela, the woman in the video or the woman who is being cheated on, um, that she is, uh, refers to her boyfriend as, uh, a panty sniffer, which I don't really, like, I must have missed that part of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, she then, she's also like very quickly to talk about that, uh, that he does not appear to be, uh, that she's questioning his endowment. Or uh, like uh, that's one of the things she's also. Maybe going, that's going why to. he saw. Maybe that's maybe why he doesn't sign off on the episode. He realizes uh, like, oh, I got a rough edit. <laughs> yeah, edit. <laughs> I don't want people to know who I am. <laughs> yeah, there's a you know, there's just a, a, a lot of negative things to say about this man. About going back to the panty sniffer thing, yeah. um, which like maybe I don't think that there's two that's words. Gonna be, that's words gonna be in, uh, together. That's gonna be an RHP out of context Twitter. This and week. you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, she like goes into his office and is like, "Look, there's panties in here," and there's like apparently a pair of underwear of this woman's underwear in his office. I don't know. That of course seems like the but most why? like planted planting the show because they're like, not actually like. Mm-hmm. I don't think they caught them doing anything, right? They were just in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like I've to never, show that. I've never understood that like trope that is always in like television and film. It's like, oh my God, there's a pair of women's underwear here. Like women don't just leave around their underwear. Like you're more likely to find a hair tie yeah. mm-hmm. or a bobby pin. Like I'm, I'm not, nobody goes anywhere yeah. and just is like, oh, forgot my underwear. <laughs> well, that uh, this is uh, a story that has been like on uh from uh, uh, years back on the podcast where that i uh, got into a uh, big great, yeah. disagreement with the first lady of podcasting because that she uh, she found a pair of women's underwear in my office uh at one point and was like very accusatory about <laughs> whose underwear are these that uh, these is pair of black underwear that just happened to be in his office, and she was like, like very, like indignant about, it. I'm like, like Nicole, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what to, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. And then you know, weeks later, realized that they were her own underwear. <laughs> Wait, why was the underwear in your office, Rob? That I couldn't tell you. I, I wish I had like some uh, good story about that. <laughs> that. That I couldn't tell you. But it was just like maybe there was like some static cling to the inside that, of your that pants is or the something most in the laundry explanation. But yeah, mm-hmm. but this was like you know uh, Nicole was like and, and like really like standoffish about it of like 
you know, I can't believe, like, what is this? You have, like, these women come up here and they do interviews and now I find this underwear and what is going on? Like, I mean, thank oh, God I Joey Greco the office is in your own house. Yeah, it's in, yeah. The, in, the, in, the, in the house. Oh, okay. In the house. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I... Nicole, All right. this was happen to know he happens to be doing a podcast right now. If you'd like to go up, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Podcast recording. <laughs> he happens to be interviewing a woman who was on Survivor uh, Thirty Seven. If you want to go in there, yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be iconic. Nicole would come out swinging. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, in this episode, I think like the the uh, cheated on lady is Angela is really the aggressor in this fight. Sometimes yeah. it's just like a fifty fifty fight like in the second one but here she's just like she's throwing punches and the other one's running away while also like gleaning information as to like what's going on mm-hmm. yeah she's like i wasted five years the best years of my life on you well how could you do this to me i certainly hope your mid-20s are, are not the best years of your life i mean i guess you don't uh, know in the real time that's true for sure for <laughs> sure i tried to look it, them up but i i couldn't really find much about yeah what did they say in the follow-up maggie that they are not together. That he said, you know, you he never realized what he had until she was gone, mm-hmm. and that he tried to get back together with her, but she won't return his calls. Yeah. So, but is is he with the lady who was cheating on or no? No, I don't no. Think so. that's no, the second one. Okay, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, he's currently on the thirties uh, single dating chat. Might site. be on the on the forties by now. Yeah, by the by maybe the fifties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay. All right. And then there was one other story from uh, this episode. Uh, Carrie Ivy, she's a masseuse, but she's wondering if her boyfriend is giving others rub downs. <laughs> now, he's yeah. not Gross. a masseuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, it doesn't really work. It didn't mm-hmm. really work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, uh, they, listen, the writer's room was hungry. It was like 1159. They're like, is that the best we have? But like lunch had come early. And they're like, all right, that's fine. Let's leave it. Yeah. Let's keep that in and let's eat. Okay, so she has a boyfriend named Brandon, and they told Brandon that, okay, she has to go out of town, and then is going, that, that's like the setup for, okay, let's see mm-hmm. what he does when uh, we tell her that he's going mm-hmm. out of town. I would love if that was like me. It's like, let's see what Akiva does. And it's like, did he order two lunches from two different <laughs> restaurants? <laughs> Mara, no, my we mom. have some disturbing footage to show you. <laughs> If you notice, it's uh, 11.03 p.m. There's a delivery person approaching the house with three bags. They leave. Okay. One Wait, is that eight forks? Yeah. Are they assuming it's a meal for eight? <laughs> no, my mom used to... Um... When I was in high school, she would spend the night once a week at her mother's place because her mother was very old and needed help. So yes. her and her siblings did, you know. So my dad, when my mom wasn't there, would literally go to bed at 7.30 p.m. And I'm not mm. exaggerating because he just fe- apparently just was like, well, there's nothing else to do. shouldn't hang out with my kids. My wife's not here, so I'll just go to bed. He'd go to sleep before you guys? Yes, it's 7.30. 7.30. Like he would eat and go to bed. Yeah, wow. I mean... My biggest takeaway here from cheaters is that infidelity is exhausting. <laughs> yes. Like I'm already in a marriage and then I've got to mm-hmm. be like going on dates and like uh mm-hmm. going doing all this stuff uh, like oh my god. They paint a very bleak portrayal of cheating honestly. They don't make it seem very glamorous. No. No, the people aren't glamorous. The like 
it's never like, Ooh, you know, I'm, you know, look at, look at me and look at the ladies cheating on. It's always like, eh, we're pretty much the same. And, uh, like, she's also probably going to leave him in, in like a few months and it's miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it definitely does not glamorize uh, cheating at all. There is no bottom when it no. comes to cheating. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. They're sleeping in different beds and, uh, it's, it's not a great relationship. So they follow Brandon. First thing he does is go and buy flowers, and then he goes to some woman's house. Uh, they they test drive a car, which kind of good. I don't really understand what that was about. I think that they probably. I wonder if that was Brandon's condition for showing his face. He was like, "Well, can can we test drive like a fun car? Like, can you let me drive a car for a couple hours?" And the show was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll pay a hundred bucks for you to do that." Yeah, I think they just like, uh, like, all right, well, what what other things could we be doing to show them going like outside together? Like, what if somebody drives up with like a car? They're gonna test drive it. Okay, fine. Uh, let's do that. Uh, they didn't buy the car. Uh, he goes to a jewelry store and is gonna buy a ring, and this man has the audacity to <laughs> eventually he's going to propose to this woman while he has a girlfriend. I No words. And this woman's name is Candy, by the way. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Go ahead, Akiva. Well, well a lot of times you don't see the name of the, of the third party also. So she must have really been in on it to just let, yeah. you know, to, to let her name and face be, be used. Or sometimes I think they're, they're not. Uh, I, I, you have to think that this relationship was over. And this was one of those, like, by the time cheaters got to town, like, he wasn't even in a relationship with, with our, with our protagonist, Carrie, right? I guess, but. Did he just you know, have nowhere else to go? But it seemed like I mean, this other pro- woman has a house. Yeah. I mean, he's proposing to another woman already and she's saying yes. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a step too far. Like, you who know? does this? Who's cheating? <laughs> To get married to somebody else, like and and like, still has like the original relationship. People live double lives, Rob. That is real. So. People do live. But this guy full might be a polygamist, not, let alone a cheater. I mean, what's happening to his stuff? Like, she's not letting him back in the house. Like, his stuff is get, getting thrown in the trash. Yeah, um, it seems like a bad place. And, and this was, I thought, actually very wild. Where then, after the he proposes to the girlfriend. Then the, the cheaters is claiming that they put motion sensitive cameras <laughs> in the house and then they capture her like a, a very a graphic like hookup session. It was gross. It was like like I was like, oh, are we going to get like some nudity here that needs to be blurred? I was like, this is really yeah. not good. Well, whose house did they put motion sensitive cameras in? <laughs> Oh, you, you think? Oh, you think it was her house, maybe? Like, or is he cheating at their home when he's he not? Must, when she's not there, he must have brought the, his fiance back to like his house. Which makes no sense if she has her own place. Like, that's truly a, a crazy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Another, another, really, another, uh, uh, you know, point to this show yeah. being completely fake. So anyway, uh, they tell Carrie Ivy uh, what's going on. Like, if you would like to go, we happen to know they are together right now, and we can take you there. Yes. Okay. Take us there for the confrontation. And they go to a club and Akiva, well, er, people should know there's something off with this guy uh, wearing a Yankees hat. <laughs> yeah. I, I When I saw that, I'm like, ooh, this guy's guilty. Throw him. Give him the chair. <laughs> Especially uh, he is a person who is wearing a Yankees hat who is not even in the tri-state area. 
Yeah, I believe they're both in in Minnesota from my mm-hmm. my little Google searching. You know, um, red yeah, flag number one wears a Yankee yeah. hat, but red flag number two, not even like uh, in the area to root for the Yankees and wears a Yankee yeah. hat. And I don't think he's like a recent transplant either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Yankee hat in Minnesota taking his uh, his mistress to a trapped concert. I probably would not want to want to hang out with this gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And so and I, I feel like that this woman, Carrie Ivy, uh, Maggie, she seems more like understated uh, than uh, the first woman, Angela. Uh, like uh, she's not ready to like completely uh, throw down. Yeah, well, she like starts beating up the woman immediately, like goes in for like to like on the concert floor but then she like once they get out like would like to talk a little bit more Mm -hmm. um would like to she wants to hear from her her boyfriend so they kind of like chase the her boyfriend and his fiance to his truck yeah and the his fiance is in the car and she's like, you're done. You're done. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Are you glad you got your pictures? And the boyfriend comes out and talks to her a little bit. And the boyfriend says, uh, you know, well, she's not an overpowering, controlling freak to carry Ivy. And then literally right on cue, the girlfriend opens the car door and is like, get back in this car right now. You're done with that girl. Like, just like the complete... Uh, she is, in fact, being an overpowering, controlling freak, mm-hmm. as he's saying she's not. So it's it's just beautiful poetry, I think, in, yeah. in this sequence here. Uh, she Carrie Ivy does uh, call the ring a uh, a Walmart ring, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I believe she calls the girlfriend a skank. Uh, yeah, I I just think well, that like the girlfriend it, calls Carrie Ivy a skank, but either either way, I. Yeah, they they throw around a couple of really unkind yeah. uh, words to one another, but I'm pretty sure that like the ring is the ring has to be like cubic zirconia, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're buying it, you know, and proposing the next day to your mistress. Yeah, I guess that's like the real like cheaters of rings, right? Where it's like <laughs> you're like uh, saying it's one thing, but it's actually a fake diamond. Like I feel like mm-hmm. that, that's like on brand for the person who's uh, having an affair to begin with, uh, who's uh, proposing. Yeah, that uh, I guess we should assume that this person stayed with uh, Brandon and and this other woman stayed together. I believe he yeah. says so. I think that he's like, well, with her, she's he's going to be faithful, and that they are actually engaged or whatever. Yeah. All right, and that's I mean that's basically uh, cheaters. There's like one follow up story uh, that we get <laughs> from a man. Right? This was wild <laughs> to me. I I was okay. So it's this guy named Simon who is, as Joey Greco refers to, the suspect from the Stacey Biggins case as though he murdered her. Um, and he says that when he, his reaction to being on cheaters was that he was tricked into it. Well, you know, not tricked because I, I did cheat on her, but only because he thought that the woman he was cheating on her with had his baby, but she was lying and the baby was not his. Hmm. So it's very a very convoluted story, but he is claiming he is the victim in the situation where he cheated on his girlfriend hmm. and had a child with someone else. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has a story. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them want to share it on national television at 2 a.m. on Channel 4 with uh, 
Yeah. Several tens of thousands of people. I'm just looking at my TV <laughs> listings for uh, cheaters on uh, YouTube TV. It seems like mm-hmm. that uh, VH1 is air- airing like a looks like a cheaters marathon uh, yeah. coming up. MTV2, I think, has has it on regularly. I don't know if they're new episodes, but that's what my little uh, Google searches showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like VH1 is like uh, doing like uh, M- MTV2 and VH1. It's on like every half hour. So I guess Cheaters is, cheaters? is a lot of play. Is VH1's version of MTV's ridiculousness uh, Cheaters? <laughs> I guess so. But it's like the old episodes. This really does track for me, though, because as someone who was 12 years old watching a lot of VH1, I am into Cheaters. So, it, you know, it makes sense. It's the correct audience, yeah. you know? And even though the same exact thing happens in every single episode it mm-hmm. never gets old nope yeah. it's not much different than like bar rescue and stuff like that mm-hmm. this is like relationship rescue except yeah. everything gets destroyed at the end <laughs> yes i guess do maggie- the people ever get back together maggie i, I would I not think so i mean sometimes sometimes they'll be like and then he took she took him back because he promised he would never do it again yeah it's like real life right like you know, sometimes, but also I think that they can say whatever they want because it's all fake. <laughs> Maggie, you know, the last time uh, that we watched a show with you and Kirsten, we watched the uh, TLC shows are trash. And I kind of feel like that every TLC show, the same exact thing happens. So I guess it's not that different. We, from, we did HGTV. I apologize. Yeah. I mean, I it's all, everything I watch. Yeah, everything I watch is formulaic. Like, I can't, I I can only watch like one scripted show a week. Otherwise, like, my empathy, the empathy part of my brain starts to overreact. And then I get in like moods based off of the art that I've watched. But if I just watch something where it's the same thing over and over again, I get to turn my brain off and I can just be like, you know, yeah. Oh man, he's cheating on you. Go get him, you know? I would really like to watch the modern day cheaters uh, and see like uh, how it's uh, been adapted and updated for 2021 with Peter Guns. I do know. I read that instead of showing them like the videotape, they show them on an iPad now. They show them. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking on on YouTube. Uh, Cheaters host Peter Guns fist fights on his show. So maybe Peter Guns also like uh, gets gets into it, gets involved. Like nobody's going to stab him. He's going to fight people back. Do you think you think really the issue with the original host was that he just wasn't tough enough and he got stabbed? Yeah, yes, that he was. Uh, this is, that you need a host of cheaters that's gonna like when uh, you know people are getting too hot. Like he doesn't need like uh, a million bouncers to like break things up. You need a host who's gonna like uh, then like get in there and like, hey, who do you think you are, tough guy? Mm. Hmm. That's right. But is he willing to sacrifice what Joey Greco was to be put in an ambulance and put an oxygen mask on his face for television purposes? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I got. I got to check it out. But um, like, uh, you want you want to hear any of the twenty t- cheaters twenty twenty one season trailer? Sure. Okay. Here's a little. Let's bit. do it. Still same logo. Cheaters exposes the torment, oh. distress. <laughs> I love. It's got the greatest <laughs> bass riff of like, <laughs> like because it's like I guess the same idea of like where you know you're watching something two o'clock in the morning. You, you don't know like uh, what it's gonna be. If you were like watching some sort of a movie that was on like uh, a uh, a Cinemax uh, original or something mm-hmm. like that, like uh, they all have that same sort of. 
Cheaters exposes the torment, distress, and anguish caused by infidelity. Kidding me, Matthew? I'm Peter Panky, a.k.a. Peter Guns. We were cheaters. I know the game. I've been down the Did he say this ain't Greco, baby? <laughs> oh, wow. Shots? Rob, shots fired. This ain't Greco, baby. Which you don't want to see me, bro. There you go. Wow. You're beautiful. You're going to get something way better than that. I promise you that. Yeah. Cheaters, riveting new season. No, I think Peter Guns is better than Joey Greco. Like uh, he seems sweet. Yeah, he's trying to like talk the women up after that. Uh, Joey Greco was, uh, you know, like not saying like, "Hey, you'll find somebody better." He's like, "Well, no, you don't have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is part of this part. It's painful, but it, it's it's we now you know the truth now. At, at worst, like yeah. Joey Greco would say to the guy, like, "Why why didn't you be a man and and say something?" Mm-hmm. He he did say that a couple of times. Like the guy was like, why did you come into my work? And he's like, you don't think that she has a right to know and mm-hmm. confront you? <laughs> so he was very earnest, Joey Greco. He just yeah. like wants to get to the bottom of it. Uh, Akiva, so I'm on cheaters.com slash uh, oh cheaters TV. At the bottom of the site, uh, subscribe to our newsletter. Okay. Yeah. I get to, I get to subscribe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to know what they got going on. Uh, we looked at Rob's internet search history, and uh, he appears <laughs> to be getting the newsletter from uh, cheaters.com. Uh, yeah, send it to Nicole's email. <laughs> yeah, It'll sorry. be a, a fun, a Rob, fun like, What's this? To, uh, like, oh, yeah, I forgot I did it. Akiva, Cheaters TV uh, YouTube account. Okay, uh, how many mm-hmm. followers? Are they posting uh, clips from episodes regularly? No, their last uh, po- their last tweet is from February fifth, uh, twenty twenty. Peter Guns uh, will be the next host of Cheaters. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah, you said YouTube. Oh, sorry, Twitter. Sorry, five hundred seventy followers. Uh, no, eighteen thousand. Uh, <laughs> okay, Joey Greco, the former host of Cheaters, is on TV. Uh, is What's on, he on? Is on Twitter. Uh, what do you uh, think? Is he verified? Yes, blue check mark. I'm going to say thirty one. Thirty one k. Maggie? I'd say 11. Yeah, Maggie's closer. It's 9,780. <laughs> mm. so. I think we could have, in hindsight, we could have probably had him on, although it doesn't seem like he speaks about it. Yeah. Okay. You, did you always follow him or did you just follow him? I just second? followed him uh, five okay, seconds ago. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see the follower count just went Yeah. Up. You think we can get him on the <laughs> podcast? Like, I feel like. Uh, I, it didn't occur to me, but yeah, probably. I mean, like, what if, like, uh, you know, uh, Taryn needs, like, a leave of absence? Could Joey Greco do the live feed updates? Like, uh, okay, uh, everybody, uh, we have some updates of, from the live feeds. Of, we have the cameras, and we could tell you what's been going on if you want to hear about it. So tell me uh, if you want to. Um, he also, uh, like, he, he, Joey Greco uh, took a picture of Akiva wearing a. Seinfeld Costanza twenty uh, t shirt. Wow. Well, I think he might be a weird guy. Like he. Oh, you think? First of all, he, you think? He, he watches <laughs> Love Island, so maybe you guys could get him on. Get him on. Maybe Curzon get him on the podcast. Somebody tweeted, "Has anyone seen Joey Greco with a picture of him?" And he said, "I'm busy considering a jurisdictional expansion in the sport and political realms." That's like, mm-hmm. no, don't hang out with me. That that you know that tweet huh? is saying like, yeah, that tweet saying like, I'm a weirdo. Yeah, and he tweeted out a podcast that he appeared on recently from January second. So, so we we definitely could have had him. I think so. I think we could have. had I him. don't think he would have been forthcoming about whether the show is real. Yeah, or I not. don't think he could talk about that. But maybe we get him on like a season three, episode seven, or something. Okay, I'm I'm willing to. Someone remind us. We'll we'll get Joey Greco on the pod. Okay, maybe we could get him for the murder mystery. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When I get, st- well, I, I don't think let's stop saying murder mystery. I think it's just a stabbing mystery. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ideally I'm going to survive. The stabbing. Sure. A- an attempted murder mystery, attempted murder mystery. That's yeah, much better. The, a- the AMM. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Maggie, anything else about cheaters? You know, I think we really covered it all. Yeah. I don't know how much more you there is this to so say fun, about Maggie. this. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yes. Yes. Because I'm glad we had a, we had a cheaters expert and a, mm-hmm. a cheaters newbie. Akiba, would you ever watch more cheaters? I would. You know what? I, if it was on VH1 like today, I'm, I'm home. Uh, I got cable here. Like, I think I would just I, I would turn it on and see what the new show looks like. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm curious yeah. to see how, how it's evolved. It's the best show because you just like uh, could jump in any time that especially mm-hmm. if, you, if you had a drink or two. It's like it's exciting. It's it's great. This is Rob's drunk show. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes. what I've it's gathered from this podcast. It's a real throwback <laughs> to uh, a time of like, oh, my God, it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, it's just, you know, it's all, all about, you know, exploring relationships and, and also like as a you know, person in a relationship, uh, nothing makes you seem like a better uh, partner in that relationship mm-hmm. than being compared to the people on Cheaters. I would love to watch the show with my wife. Be like, oh, look how much better I am than them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that, that's great stuff. Okay, Maggie. Uh, well, what's coming up next for you? So I am going to be uh, doing a lot of Big Brother podcasts in the mm-hmm. upcoming week. You'll see me you on the live feed update, update this past week. Oh, thank you very much. It was really fun. The house right now is super wild. So uh, we're having a good time with that. I'm going to be on an update. I'm going to do an episode recap. Um, yeah, I'm just in the in the Big Brother streets, not on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not tweeting about it. So You're don't go there anything. to find me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> find me on Instagram at MLMorgan underscore. Uh, that's where I'll be. Okay. Just living my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maggie, great job. Akiva, keep anything else on cheaters? Uh, no, I'm excited to have like sort of found this, uh, you know, found the show. I think it was fun. Yeah. I By think the way, Maggie, a great pick. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. Kiva's pick, a completely my idea. I nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, no help to any, no help from anyone else. Just my original idea. I think it was great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else are you going to say? An alpha style pick. People are calling it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True out. Absolutely. What do you think? So Maggie on Twitter, the underscore comes before her name, and on Instagram it comes afterwards. What do you think about that brand, mm. Rob? Well, I, I don't think that Maggie wants people to find her on Twitter. Oh, okay, fine. So then, <laughs> yeah. Well, I won't even say her Twitter handle then. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we we it's like to rate people's Twitter handles, Maggie. On, uh, no, I get I get teased a lot about the underscore thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am it does get poked fun at, but there is no just if I could just do ML Morgan, I would. And the problem is the reason that I don't just do Maggie Morgan is that like my professional name like my acting name is my full legal name which is margaret Mm -hmm. so i want to keep the handle sort of like indescript so that if i need it's it's like a whole stupid thing in my brain like casting directors like uh looking into like oh wait what's this uh let me listen to all these podcasts what's this cheaters sure yeah so so i just try to keep it uh but if i could just be ml morgan with absolutely no underscores i would okay yeah all right Third ep for Maggie. I think what Maggie you did. What did you do? Match game and HGTV. Yeah, right? this is my third episode. Wow. Two away from, uh, from the coming. I would absolutely. Okay. Good. 
Thanks yeah. for having me. I'm yes. so honored. And, and by the way, um, we would love to have Maggie stay for the mailbag. Maggie, uh, Maggie uh, has uh, something else going on. Today. She's big timing us. She's big timing us. She said the it was my job. She said it was better and more important. Yeah, that's the what she told power us. Power move of us, uh, you know, leaving before the mailbag. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, my my job. I just have to get to that. Okay. So yeah, that's the only thing. Okay. If All I could right. not go today, I would. I would rather do the mailbag than go to work. Okay. Um. Well, Maggie, we know where we stand. Great to have you here with us. Uh, we'll be right back to talk about uh, the mailbag of episode number 140 of uh, Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes. Okay. Mailbag time. I wish that we could like uh, start the mailbag with like that uh, cheater's guitar riff. Um, yeah. I, l- I loved having uh, Will from America do live music a couple weeks ago for the yeah. wedding. Yeah. Maybe we should have like an in-house band, like a podcast band. That's not a bad idea. What honestly. would the band be like? Well, it, would, it could be one person with a keyboard, but I, I'd love like, you know, you want, you want someone to play a few licks of that, uh, of the cheaters th- song. There they go. Yeah. Um, what like would it be one person? Is it like a Craigslist Carl with a keyboard? Is it? I think like- Craigslist Carl with a keyboard is a good idea. Maybe we'll have him do that. He we do have to have him on the show because he won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, before uh, the next Royal Rumble, before the next Royal Rumble, we, in the next two months, we really Who's have doing to have outreach him on. to Craigslist Carl. I think I think our our best connect to Craigslist Carl is hit by a car, Claire, because she they hit it I think him or Facebook friends. Yeah, mm, yeah. So maybe maybe we'll reach out. I, I think I think in the near future we should use him for an episode in some capacity. Would be great, uh, even if he was a guest for the mailbag. Yeah, I think we could do that. I, I, I will. I will get like, working. I don't want to make Craigslist Carl watch something. No, I don't want to. I don't want to make him do work. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, first of all, we I have think the uh, idea of Craigslist yeah. Carl might be better than actually <laughs> right. having Craigslist Carl. That's po- probably true. Yeah. I mean, he seemed to true. kind of, in fairness, like kind of checked out during the live show, like uh, uninterested. That he was being paid for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a reasonable sum. 
and he was uh, like we would ask him about something that just happened and, and he was like give like a non-answer like he was like clearly not paying attention which was hilarious but uh, yes. maybe not as much on a podcast um if we yeah, wanted somebody I, I, to be completely disinterested and not paying attention we could have my wife on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes that uh, that's a good point i think we well we should have your wife on the podcast mm-hmm. maybe we'll Maybe we'll, um, you know, tomorrow because... Uh, yeah, my kids know, we- are back in uh, full-time school. Year-round school here in North Carolina, baby. Are you serious? Yeah. There's 12-month-a-year school? It's It works out to not, you know, 12... They're, like, they're off for the same amount of time as if they had uh, a uh, summer break, but it's just like they have like three weeks off at different points around the year. That is why. So they can't go to camp or anything if they want to go to camp. No, they go to going to going to public school. But it's school. like July, like not even mid July yet, and they are in your your they are in school. Yeah, school year just started, baby. That's wild. Is your son in first grade? Um, why one son is in second grade and the other son's in kindergarten. Okay, fine. That's tough to go to a new school though. You know, for a second grade, yeah. they're the new kid. It seems like uh, he's doing fine. I'm I'm sure he is, but yeah. you know, I, were you ever the new kid in the school? Sure, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I, I was. My parents moved when I went into ninth grade, and then well, a lot of people I, are I, the new kid in ninth grade, Rob. I mean, not. I mean, everybody went to, was at the same middle school, and then they and then they uh-huh. uh, came in, and it wasn't like that. There were like five different. Was it a seven school. to twelve, or was it a nine to twelve? The school you were in. Um, there was like a there was middle school, which I guess was like uh I don't know like six seven eight uh was middle school and then uh-huh. and then the Wanta high school so it was uh, ninth grade so uh then I moved to um you know uh, my parents moved to Wanta when I was in ninth grade and then I remember like I was the first day and I I remember like uh like I remember my entire life there was like this one kid and then he just like stood up and was like who's the new guy. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, but now, but so they were. You were all in a new school. They had just gone to the same feeder school, basically. So it was, you were it was like face. connected. So it was like there were ah. like no new students. Like uh, mm-hmm. there was like everybody like that had graduated eighth grade. Like then like moved on to the the ninth grade, which was on like the other side of the building. And you were like, "Hi, I'm Rob. I love TV. I'm new in town." Yeah, nobody wanted to talk to me. I, I mean, nobody uh, talked to you. Basically, like, yeah, that um, my my entire life is just like making up for lost time where you know I went to you know uh, high school and like um, just nobody like I wasn't like a pariah, but it was just like uh, nobody really Did wanted have, like, anything to do with people me. to sit with at lunch. Uh, at times, yeah, but you know, often it was just like uh, people like uh, I I wasn't like uh, loved or hated, just like people like uh, did, did not like interested. the girls know your name. I, I think they knew my name, but mm-hmm. that they did not really like have any interest in me whatsoever. And then on top of that, on top of mm-hmm. like also being new, then uh, my parents like seem to like really like uh, drag their feet with uh, orthodontics. So not only like was I then the new kid at the school in ninth brace grade, but then, then I also got braces in ninth Oof. grade. Like, uh, yeah, right. so, you know. Uh, like, uh, I had, like, had a, uh, like, uh, it was not a great time in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so I went to uh, all boys schools my whole, mm-hmm. my whole life. Do you think you would have done better in an all boys school or no different? I mean, I couldn't have done worse. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't get stuffed in a locker, did you? I mean, I don't think that uh, that actually happened to any real person. 
Do you don't think it's ever happened that I mean, a kid's ever, been stuffed I mean, in a locker? You couldn't. What about Swirly? Has Swirly's ever happened? Uh, probably really happened. Uh, did not ever happen to me. Okay. Yeah, you could have been the king of the class if you went to my school, maybe. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, I'm trying to think of if like uh, m- like young men or young women uh seem to appreciate me more. I, I think I probably was like uh more. Yeah, uh, with uh, like, um, like I had more uh, people who like uh, at least knew what I was talking about among the young men, just because I was a sports fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, there there were not a lot of young women uh, who like had like any sort of interest in what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. All right, let's tell you know tell people what what uh, maybe our plan is for today. So we're recording this in the middle of the week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Rob and I are famously busy. It's the summer. We're busy boys. Mm-hmm. And um, our goal, I don't think we've ever done this before, yeah. is to bank and record an episode tomorrow. Yeah. I, I right? just, like, I feel like that, um, I feel like you're, you're, like, dragging me under the bus with you. Like, I'm, like, I'm uh, just about as normally busy, like, a- as I have been over mm-hmm. the course of the, like, first two years of this podcast. I'd say the beginning I'm, of the, the beginning I, of the Big I, Brother I season. I, yeah, it's the beginning of the Big Brother season. And I'm doing the Survivor all time. Uh, so I would say I'm maybe, like, 20% busier than, okay. uh, like, 25% busier than I am in a normal um, y- universe. Yeah, but I'm like not really available the next few weeks. And I'm usually extreme. Like, I would say one of my best abilities, usually, I think you'll agree, is my availability. I'm almost always available. Yes. I mean, that's been like the, the biggest, like the secret sauce of this podcast is that Mm -hmm. uh, we can always record except Friday nights, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and we do. We've really not, I mean, we've had regular record times, but that's probably changed six times over the, 140 episodes where we used to record on Wednesdays and Saturday nights and yeah, Sundays. Well, I, mean, I think that was more the Seinfeld podcast. The Seinfeld podcast really was like pretty much the same time just mm-hmm. about every uh, single week was like mm-hmm. Wednesday at uh, one o'clock. And then I would then uh, do like the, the Survivor Know It Alls, uh, then like uh, coming up later shortly thereafter. Right. That. Yeah. So, so yes, but I'm going to be busy just for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, hey, let's bank an episode. I already did with Chester on 32 Fans. Mm-hmm. So let's see if we could, you know, guide the wheel towards landing on something that would be feasible to do tomorrow. If not, who knows? Maybe the audience I'll... doesn't love the idea of guiding the wheel. Well, we're not like, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not going to literally put our finger on it. But mm-hmm. we'll say, I know, I think the audience would rather have an episode than, you know, than yeah. no episode. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. I'm going to I'm going to read some mailbag ideas. We got I I just feel like that um but like my preference would be in like a scenario like this. Like I almost feel like we should do like something that uh just like put something out that's not necessarily like an official episode. And then I feel like people are like uh, going to be if they say anything, then you say, "Well, it was a bonus episode. Did you want no episode?" Uh as opposed to then like uh try to feed somebody something and say, "This is episode 141." Well, how about this? What if we spin the wheel? Yeah. And if it comes up something we could do tomorrow, we'll do it. And if not, we'll try and figure out a bonus episode. Okay. I, I like that more. Okay. Fine. I'm, I'm with you. Because, right, so, because I think that the listener feels like, hey, I'm getting ripped off of that. This is a subpar episode mm-hmm. that you just jammed in there as opposed to, no, that was a bonus episode. That was, bonus- a, that was a free episode of the podcast. Should the bonus be the lemonade cast, though? Should it be in like a separate feed and... Should it be the Lemonade Podcast? I don't think it should be hard for people to find it. 
But should you want to do the lemonade cast? Uh, I think the idea of that was that we were just going to do it and put it on iTunes and people were going to discover it. So that okay. feels like that when we have so much time of that we could do anything that we're like, hey, let's make another episode that we won't even tell mm-hmm. people about. Uh, and okay. that's like the opposite of this. Got Okay, fine. That's like when we're not busy at all. Yes. Yes. That's a we'll come to. All right. I hope so, so let's start. Let's start off. Um, we have tons of mailbag responses from uh, the forum that I posted on my Twitter. You remember the URL? Robhiswebsite.com slash wheel ideas. Wheel ideas. Okay. So the first one is from Scott from Detroit, and he calls it the Renap and Tathlon. By oh, the way, yeah. Do you uh, you're familiar with the decathlon? Yeah. And uh, could you name any of the events? This is not like a gotcha. I think this is a hard question. I'm not Running? like oh, swimming do you want to do you want no 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 no. so in so the modern pentathlon a very ironically named event because it is you know it is a hundred something year old event that has no fans Mm -hmm. um but in the modern pentathlon there is running there's swimming there's fencing there is uh equestrian Mm -hmm. and um i forgot one thing but the the decathlon that's the track and field one that's you know that's the the uh Mm -hmm. So, do you know any of the decathlon events? I think that's what uh, Scott. What is, is it is like? Four hundred meter. Yes, four hundred meters is one of them. Absolutely. Uh, one hundred meter. Yep, that's another one. That's good. Yeah. Uh, forty meter. No, there's no forty meters. That would be like uh, NFL combine. Breaststroke. No, it's just track and field. There's no okay. swimming involved. Uh, discus. But yes, yeah, the discus, the shot put, very good. So mm-hmm. a pole vault, javelin. So, uh, I don't know how many of the throwings there. Are. I think between shot put, discus, and javelin, I think two or three are in there, and the other one is just a regular Olympic event. This is a hammer throw, mm-hmm. but that's not in the decathlon. That's the fourth throwing event. Yeah. The uh, what if you had to like make the Olympics tomorrow? What what do you think your event would be? Oh, if I had to be in the Olympics, yeah, I was like, yeah, like you have to be in the Olympics. You get like one billion dollars if you qualify for the Olympics. If I qualify for the Olympics, could I be like on a team sport? Could I be like, yeah, you could team, be on a team sport. Like, a, if you want to be like Team USA basketball? Yeah, the Team USA man. basketball. I mean, could, <laughs> could I be any worse than uh, what they already have? Yeah, and Kevin Love, like, even can get in these games. You wouldn't. You just look a lot younger than Kevin Love looks. He looks like he's in like a you know ymca basketball yeah. game at least if i was 52. like trying like i think i would mm-hmm. be better than, it's true it's know. true like rob not great but the effort you know it's up there it's like only draymond and sister what, about you? Trying hard what about you also the basketball with your well wet jumpers? i have like i do have an i i have an actual answer if you wanted to make the olympics if you move to uh let's say fiji speaking of survivor and you're okay to get kicked in the head so the oceania continent you know with australia new zealand fiji yeah. papua new guinea they get a spot in, there's like a qualification spot in, in like most events from that continent, but like, and usually that's taken up by Australia, sometimes New Zealand, but like they're capped as how many people they could put in. So if you're in the right weight class mm-hmm. and you want to do Taekwondo and kick, get kicked in the head, there was at least one event at this Olympics you could just enter and you'd be the only person in the whole continent who entered and then you're just in the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. So you, I mean, like there is a downside, like possible death, but I guess you could like do the Olympic ceremony and then just like run away when the person tries to kick you, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, or like, can you tap in Taekwondo? I don't know how it works. Can you just like tap the mat? Like I'm out. Yeah. But the, the, there is a scenario. If any of our listeners, uh, live, live in like, uh, the, you know, Samoa or Cook Islands or something and want to be in the next Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's doable. Okay. All right, so I like the idea of being the twelfth man on the USA basketball. That would be like a cool 
uh, like ad campaign, like McDonald's. Like, do you want to be the twelfth man on the U.S. basketball team at the next Olympics? Like, you know, go to McDonald's today and scratch you off. Think that this. the McDonald's audience is like the key demo that would uh, want, desperately want to be like. You think on it's the more Olympics of a Nike team? thing? Do you think it's like more it, of a like, Nike yeah, campaign? I think you want to go with like an athletic brand. But I like the idea of like you're scratching like different things at the at the game, and like mm-hmm. you know in a game on like at the at the store. Like okay, like, so what's, it's a scratch off ticket to be the twelfth yeah, person on the it, uh, yeah. It's like a yeah, it's like a Willy Wonka style. Like mm-hmm. one, you know, one French fry or something has the winning ticket, and you could be on the USA basketball. How many minutes of Olympics do you think I'll watch? <sighs> I got the over under at thirty seconds. Well, I, I'll tell you why you're 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 wrong because like you sh- you should watch more because I think there are certain events that your boys will really like. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think swimming is fun. I think uh, rock climbing, which is new, is really is really good. Skateboarding is mm-hmm. solid. Uh, gymnastics, if they're into that, certainly my daughters are. Like that is you know you watch the mobiles. I'll put it on and I'll see if it holds their attention. Field. Yeah. Uh, USA basketball, if they're in a close game. Yeah, but I feel like the, the thing with the uh, broadcast is like, I feel like there's a lot of like waiting around for like when the actual event is going to start. And I feel like that uh, for little kids. Well, because I don't it's think not live, because it's not live there, uh, it'll be it'll be cut very neatly. You won't yeah. have that. Yeah. They won't be waiting for anything mostly because, you know, Tokyo is 13 hours ahead of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about what about when my name is in the credits at the end? Are you going to would you watch that? It's in the, I'd watch the end of like the closing ceremonies. The end of the closing ceremony. Be like, oh, I want to see Akiva's name on TV. Would you watch so that? They, or no? They run the credits at the closing ceremonies. Sure. Of course. OK, I, I mean, I guess so. Could, I, could somebody just screen grab it? Yeah, fine. Someone screen grab it. Send it to Rob. He doesn't have to watch the whole thing. That's OK. Fine. All right. And it'll say Akiva Wieneker Latvia hammer throw. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. All right. Our first idea, Scott from Detroit. Renap. What's the Latvia? Lat- no, this is like a joke. Like, what if I represented Latvia in the hammer throw? Oh, okay. You were saying that's what it's going to say in the credits. No, it would be funny if it did, if that was my sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he says, in the Olympic spirit, competitors face off in a, in a series of five Renap related events. Events could be a mini hot takeoff, pop culture trivia, a short speech in defense of a notoriously crappy movie. Any idea. It could be a pop culture pentathlon with trivia from TV's movies. Whatever you want. Determine the most well-rounded uh, pop culture. It doesn't have to, like, I'm, I'm uh, editorializing. It doesn't have to be pop culture. What do you think about or an app pentathlon where you and I compete in a series of five different events? It, you and I compete or it's like listeners yes. are going to come in and compete? Oh, interesting. I, I think Scott's idea was you versus me, but we could have listeners compete in like some sort of Olympic event. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think this is that exciting. Okay. It, do you, it's do you a little like bit. It? I think if someone like came up with some fun games, I would like it, right? Like without any, like none of the games he mentioned really strike my fancy. Mm-hmm. There was, the, there, we have our like mini sewed type idea yeah, I where would we much do rather like, have the variety pack on the wheel where yeah. we did six. But that's basically things. what yeah. this is the variety pack, but it's me versus you. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Let, let me revisit the variety pack this week also because we have some stuff. Maybe put that together and we can put that on the mm-hmm. next week. A lot of ideas for the commentary movie. People want us to do a commentary on a movie. This is from Stephanie. She says, what about The Wizard of Oz? Everybody knows that movie. Uh, It's not necessarily funny. There's a lot to talk about. I don't know. I think I know Rob will hate the idea because of munchkins, but it's one idea. (laughs) Well, hold on. Is that a thing? (laughs) I don't know. Stephanie says you hate munchkins. That is. I don't know where that came from. I thought she'd say, I know Akiva would hate it because the Wicked Witch is in there and she's too spooky. Yeah, um, but um, 
I don't think I've like find me when I ever said anything, uh, in anything like that. Um, and I, uh, I'm open. My only issue with the Wizard of Oz is that it, is it too on the nose? Is like because that's like the go to commentary that like I feel like everybody has. Done. Yes, I agree. I think it is a little. I think it's a good idea, but I think it's a little on the nose. I think everyone's done it. Everyone knows, like, oh, you sync it up to Dark Side of the Moon or whatever. Mm-hmm. You ever um, done that? No. <laughs> what have you? No. Um, I mean, you can probably get it now. I'm not like, a big just, uh, Pink Floyd guy. Me neither. I don't like Pink Floyd, and I like with The Wizard of Oz. Why would I sync those two things up? Yeah, I guess to kill two birds with one stone. If I like didn't want either of them, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, but yeah, The Wizard of Oz. I have no issue uh, with the film, but it just feels no, like no a little, issue. A little I think, on the nose. Yeah, it's been done. I think you're, you're thinking in the right place, but that's not the exact movie. Um, okay. Uh, Kelly White, our friend, the newly yes. wedded Kelly White. Yes. She's got ideas for movie commentaries. She says, I think you guys should pick an action movie that takes itself very se- seriously. Mm. So some of her ideas are Armageddon. Yes. Speed. Face Off. Gone in 60 Seconds. Basically any action movie from the mid-late 90s before they had any joy in them. What do you think about Speed. I like the idea of speed. I, I I don't know how funny it is. Like I there's I think there's more to make fun of in Armageddon than speed. Mm-hmm. I also think that's a little bit been done. There's also Con Air and Face Off in that sort of uh, like little genre of late nineties yeah. action movies. I think I, I don't hate speed. You yeah. like speed? I think speed is the best of, of those. Is it iconic enough? It's sort of like it's like if it's not attained by a thread, it's like very close. And is there enough to make fun of there? Uh well let me let me suggest something else to you. Yes. Speed two cruise control. Speed two cruise control. Okay. That that is famously a terrible movie. Like that I saw in the theater. That should be in uh the uh, crappy movie diaper. Can we put that? Yeah, let's put that in the crappy movie diaper right At now. The very actually, least, that's a good idea. Yeah, that yes. might be uh fun. I mean, is speed two cruise control? Uh, is that anywhere on uh, any sort of streaming site? I'm sure we can find Speed 2 Cruise Control. Speed 2. I remember it looked very good in the theater. It was a bad movie, but it was like, you know, the, I don't want to spoil it, but like the, 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 the you know, set piece action scenes. Yeah. Where, you it's know, a- you Google these movies and like every streaming, like if you're like, hey, is this streaming? And every streaming service comes up. Like, I don't think it's actually on Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon, and YouTube, mm. you know? It's very okay. tricky. There should be like a better site that's like is Speed actually two cruise control. Uh, Roger Ebert gave it three stars. So I don't know. I feel like that was it. Just like Keanu's people that talked about like uh, this movie sucks. Four percent on Rotten Tomato. Four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Roger. So that is Roger Ebert as the lone ascent, like a lone voice who's mm-hmm. liking it. Yeah, it's on HBO West today. We could watch it. Holy cow! Is it on HBO West this minute? It's starting right now, Rob. Whoa. Do you, want to, do you have HBO? Um, uh, horrible body odor. <laughs> Not walking into that one again. <laughs> Is that from ninth grade? Is that what happened to Wanto High yeah. the first day? Hey, yeah. Rob, you got HBO? Yes. Ah, Rob's got a horrible body odor. Yeah. Um, that's funny that it's just random that it's twelve twenty-five and that's when it is starting. Yeah. Okay. I can't find the remote though. I would I would literally put it on right now on this television, and I, I the, it's not working. It's not turning on. <sighs> so. Roger Ebert uh, says that uh, from the original review, um, he says, uh, is the movie fun? Yes. Especially when the desperate Bullock breaks into the ship's supply cabinet and finds a uh, chainsaw. There's, which there's I imagine, no Keanu in Speed 2. Yes. Yes. Uh, which Just I imagine spoke. all ships carry. 
And when pleasure boaters somehow fail to see a full-size runaway ocean liner until it's three feet away from them, movies like this embrace goofiness with an almost sensual pleasure. And so, on a warm summer evening, do I. Robert e- Roger Ebert needed to take four showers. He needed to be hosed off during this review. He loved Speed 2. Sensual. Control. He used the word sensual in a review of Speed 2. Again, 4%. He's the only person who liked it. He, he really yeah, liked it. It's definitely going in the crappy movie diaper. Though. Okay. That's fun. Uh, but I don't, think, I don't think we found our um, commentary yet. But we're getting closer. Okay. Uh, here's a season three, episode seven suggestion from Nate. He says yes. Netflix show called Working Moms, and the episode title is Revenge Fantasy. Yes. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. I don't know what it is. Tell me. Um, I believe it's to come. I think that it's uh Catherine Reitman is the uh person that I know that's in it. And you know her like personally? I have um I've uh worked with her on uh something before. Is that Ivan Reitman's daughter? Yes. Jason Reitman's sister? Yes. Uh, and I uh, don't know the show. I didn't call him. Philip, looked at Philip it. Sternberg's wife. Uh, I do not know Phil. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what uh, Wikipedia says. Yes. Uh, yeah. But Catherine Reitman is the uh, the lead of. Uh, it's a work- CBC show. C- uh, okay. Like it started in Canada. One of those. If you say so. And so she made the show. She is the lead. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's it about? Um, I, I, other than it's about working moms, I, I, I could not tell you anything else. I know, I know Nicole has, uh, has watched it. Working moms follows a group of working mothers from a mommy and me parenting group, PR executive Kate Foster, her longtime best friend, psychiatrist. But this is not a good season three, episode seven. Like, I think, I think this is like a show that like is, is, is a good show that people, it would be like, oh, do season three, episode seven of Shit's Creek. It's like, why? Right. And we're talking about like, oh, like, wasn't that so funny? This one part where it was like, like season three, episode seven is supposed to be talking about something that's weird. I agree. And also, you know what? Uh, it has no cachet. Like nobody knows. Nobody knows what that show is. Well, I think people do it's know what famous. it is. And if it's like, if we talk about like, uh, like, oh, with like, uh, we did not like this show. It was not for us. People are like, hey, listen, a-hole, that show is hilarious. You're an idiot. Like, you need somebody on the panel that likes this show. Yeah, no, I agree. I, but I also don't think it's famous enough. Like, it's it's in no man's land, honestly. I think it's a, it's a popular show on Netflix, but I just don't think it is a show that, you know, uh, is uh, ripe for the season three, episode seven treatment. Okay. Uh, this is called Robin Akiva Raise the Dead from Jeff. He, he says, Robin Akiva commune with the spirits, leading an online seance. You just Google online seance. There's plenty of services, he says. Yeah. And if that's not enough, you could use a virtual Ouija board and have your tarot cards read. Any way, all ways of exploring the supernatural. It should be fun just to see if Akiva thinks it's too spooky and does not make it through the whole episode. Hmm. I think I'm that... Gonna, I'm, it's yeah. too spooky. There's no way I'd do that. I don't want to... Con- con- First of all, I don't believe in ghosts and I don't want to talk to ghosts. Okay, so I, I don't think that we should do an online seance or a Ouija board or anything like that, but I would be okay with, like, you know, uh, talking to somebody who, like, uh, has done, like, an online seance. Like, I, I, I am interested in talking to people that have had, like, unique professions and they could tell mm-hmm. us about some uh, things that they have done if they've done seances or you know people who are uh, mediums and stuff like that yeah i'm sort of anti-seance though 
We don't. I, I am anti doing a seance on the podcast. We can have you, like three people with weird job with like unique jobs, and one of them's a medium. We we discussed that before. We find mm-hmm. them on Craigslist. Yeah, that was an idea that we sort I mean, of have in the waiting room. Would you room. be open to some sort of a like uh, like a uh, Robin Akiva like uh, like the occult uh, episode where it's like we're I talking, don't know. Yeah, yeah like uh, we talked to a talk to a medium, somebody who does a seance. It's a little spooky for me. Hmm. I'm not feeling it, honestly. You don't think that would be interesting? I think it would be interesting. I just don't like. I, I don't know. I. I, I it's a little spooky for me. It would be too spooky to, to just to talk to somebody who did that. Be yeah, like what they do. I, we, I don't know. To talk to the dead people. I mean, All right, we could. How about if we like we find them on Craigslist and we find like two other people with interesting jobs and we make that an episode. Uh, people would love that. We yeah, save we it for could do October. That, yeah, well, well, what, what's in October? Halloween. Okay, fine. We'll do that. Not, well, after the Olympics, I'm happy to. Uh, Mm-hmm. I'm happy to get cracking on finding three people with a unique job and having them on. Okay, this will never come up again on the podcast. I, incorrect. I'm happy to do it. Uh, uh, remind me, uh, Alexa slash Will for America in one month. Mm-hmm. Just uh, okay. If it, uh, <laughs> all right. Go ahead. When he said a reminder on your phone for a month from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you could remind me. Um, this idea is from Marky Mark, and he says uh, his idea is called "Leave It to Kiever." Okay. As recently, Akiva's come under fire for multiple controversial events, yeah, including his weeks-long piggybacking on Rob's, Rob's big move. Would you say, incorrect. are you beleaguered right now? I wouldn't say I'm beleaguered. I'd say I'm embattled. Embattled. Okay. Um, weeks-long piggybacking on Rob's big move and his royal botching of the listener's choice Twitter poll. Mm-hmm. To make up for this, Rob, Akiva will agree to this great podcast idea. In Leave It to Kiva, Rob will plan ahead for the next time he has to miss a week of Renap. The listeners will submit ideas for episodes that Rob would be happy to skip. For example, an episode about food, a Titanic, com- a Titanic commentary, oh. an entire episode of Jordan Kalish talking about the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Kiva will watch, will watch in horror and beg for mercy as Rob decides which episode that he wants to leave it okay. to Kiva. All right. So and the is- next time Rob's unavailable, Kiva must do this episode solo or with the guest of his choice. Okay. This is interesting. So there's like a pile of episodes that mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm out. And then, and you are potentially interested, but they're not necessarily like a 32 fans idea or NGOG ideas. Mm-hmm. So these are things that you would potentially want to do. I, it's almost tricky because it's, I think it's a punishment where it's like things that, you, yeah, I guess it's things you wouldn't want to do, but you're also picking them. So I have to be careful what I choose because one of them you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to pick the one that you like want me to suffer with. Um, would you be up for this idea? Yeah, I don't think it's a, I mean, I don't think we should do an episode without you necessarily, mm-hmm. but if you want to do one episode without you, we could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you nervous? It would be too good. And people would be like, you know, you're fine, Rob. You could, you could go away for a while. No. Okay. Do, what about, what about I'm going away for a while? Would you want to do an episode of Renap without me? I mean, I, I does it. I don't know if it makes sense that I did an episode of Renap uh, without you because I feel like that's every other podcast I do is right. Renap yeah, without Akiva. Oh, so when you're like tonight on like a Big Brother show, it's like, hey, this is uh, welcome to Renap without Akiva, uh, aka the Big Brother uh, episode recap. I mean, kind of <laughs> like <it's>, yeah. <laughs> so every episode, every podcast you do, that's like not every me, other is podcast Renap is, is Renap without Akiva. Right, but there's no wheel. There's no wheel. 
I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, if if there was something, it was like, hey, uh, like uh, this is too spooky. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do this. Like, uh, mm-hmm. do this what episode without me? I'll be doing the Olympics and do this Renap episode uh, without me. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, I think it would be okay. Yeah, everyone uh, tonight after the after Rob's uh, Big Brother podcast tweeted him great episode of Renap without Akiva. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I if it wouldn't confuse Taryn, I would say it on the podcast. But right, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, all right, but that that is a fun idea. Do you want to start thinking of? Do you want to start putting ideas in like a what would it be a bag, some sort of like uh, to go bag or something, bag? a doggy bag <laughs> of what uh, the ideas that we would do without the other? Yeah, the no, the ideas that you would that I would do without you. Yeah, if something comes up and I say you want to put this in the doggy bag, go ahead and do it. But okay, I don't fine. get the sense. I mean, you had the chance. You had three weeks when you could have done any ideas uh, w- without me, and you punted. Well, I punted. I thought everyone was just going on hiatus. I didn't realize this was the only show mm-hmm. that was going to stop recording for a few weeks. Yeah, where I, of course I would have done it. I, I didn't realize. Not a key cog here. Like uh, this. That's not true. This thing. I don't know how to record. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, you know. I don't have a soundboard. Mm-hmm. I would need a second person. I couldn't handle it sure. alone. Well, I didn't think you were gonna be like uh, monologuing. Like, I also like the idea of like me asking someone to be a guest, but also like you need to host and like do the <laughs> sound drops. Yeah, you know, cut the I episode think that's yourself. Yeah, you think people know? Because like thirty two fans NGOG, like I'm not doing the editing or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah, basically like I'm I'm coming. I'm I'm the talent. That's what people say. What's one of the things people say? <laughs> Uh, you no, see, I don't uh, think people ever according said According to Reddit, uh, some Space Jam reviews are coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Space it's, Jam yeah, It's very close. So Rob and I had a bet about what the Rotten Tomatoes uh, critic score was going to be on Space Jam. Mm-hmm. And you said over 56. I said under 56. Yeah. And right now, it is lying at 56%. Okay. It's going to be too close to the call. I'll say this. Yes. I've heard a couple of early reviews from people who've seen the film. It's trending down, Rob. Trending down? It okay. may hit over 56 because it's not a very high number, but the early reviews are... And also, people are very on Telebron right now. Yeah. You know, he had a bad year. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he, he didn't get the vaccine as far as we know. People mm-hmm. are not happy with him. It, this could go under. Because yeah. the movie looks real bad in the trailer. Okay. I could win that one. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, again, it's a critic score, not audience score. Not audience score, yeah. Okay, only 11 but, reviews uh, in so far. Okay, so but, too early. You know, I, I feel like that uh, Space Jam 2, like, I would love to then recap that on a podcast. Do you want to put it on the wheel? I feel like that it's like, stuff like that is almost like, mis- like, we used to have Better Attend, uh, where we would talk about, like, watch, well, let's, watch a let's current do it. Let's put that Better Attend. Let's make that a Better Attend. Put it on the wheel for this week. Yeah, but it doesn't really fit into the criteria of if we were going to record an episode tomorrow, uh, that it's not going to be available tomorrow to watch it. Is it not? Is it not available right now? Hold it's, on, let I me think check. It's not until July sixteenth. That's when it's coming out. Yeah, so you're a day short. We're missing by a day. Space Jam two. Hmm. Like, yeah, I'm working. I can't record on Friday. Mm-hmm. It would have been. It would be a very good idea. Be a good idea. You know what else I want to talk about? I want to talk about this movie old, but it's going to be too spooky. What is old? Uh, M. Night Shyamalan and uh, the people go to an island and then they get, they age a year every half hour. 
Uh, we could put that in. We could put that in better attempt. Yeah. I, I just feel like that there should be some sort of, but I don't want to go to a movie theater, but especially with like the HBO Max of it all. Um, is like, it on HBO Max? I, I don't know if it's in, in movie theaters. I, I mean, I'm not going to a movie theater, but I know, I know I, you're not going. To if I could just watch something at my house, like I would love to talk about like uh, new release movies. Yeah, I think we could do that. I think we could we could include better attend. Uh, so old's not coming out until next week. Yeah, but I think we can put that on. Mm-hmm. I think we could also get fun guests for those. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Geez, four point two on IMDb so far for Space Jam two. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't think anybody's actually seen it, the so problem really is them. that like uh, when something comes out, it's like we should like do it like uh, as like uh, you know a- as it comes up, and so I'm sort of torn between like, well, is that a Renap idea? Like I feel like this would be the most fun place to do it, but the wheel is almost an impediment to the things true. that are it's timely. It, I, I hear what you're saying. But maybe that's what like the bonus episode would be in a week like that. Yes, we could just do bonus and not you know and 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 do a wheel for two weeks from now. And for me, yeah. I feel like that you know where it's like okay, this is not technically episode one forty two. This is uh, we're gonna watch a movie that just came out this week. That's fine. I think I think people like that. Nobody complained last time we did this. Yeah, I think Space Jam two would be perfect for it. We're gonna miss by one day because mm-hmm. as you say, it's coming out Friday. We're trying to record Thursday. Old is coming out next week, so that mm-hmm. is an option. Uh, mm-hmm. That is an option if yeah. you want to put that for next week. Okay, it's a scary movie though. Oh, I, M. Night, Ch- M. Night Shyamalan doesn't really scare me that much. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I will. I but will. Do we, I will watch is it. is it's streaming or do we have to go to a movie theater? Um, I'll look that up. Okay, I think everything is basically streaming now. Mm-hmm. You could find almost there any movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Old is available in cinemas on Friday the twenty third. No, so okay. I don't think so it's going to be, yeah. gonna be a stream. Why so against movie theaters? Uh, I just like uh, can sit here in my pajamas and be like watching my kids at the same time as like I'm watching like uh, th- I mean that's all I do. Like th- you're really co- I'm watching on uh, a 1x. I got to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like I got a, a lot going on. <laughs> Should uh, we have a movie theater? The dark. Yeah. Should we have a movie theater that's 2x? 2x, 2X movie, theater? movie theater yes mm, is that i don't an know idea? like uh, again it's like it's very hard i've done it you know it's very hard to go watch a movie and then podcast about it i'm like i've got like i'm like scribbling on a notepad i can't bring like a laptop um huh. yeah i'm just thinking i wonder yeah i wonder if like maybe one day next week we could do space jam 2 or something all right well we'll figure it out we'll okay. figure it out offline um all right should we spin the wheel do you want to do one more idea i mean um yeah, sure. Just do one more. Okay. William says, season three, episode seven of VIP starring Pamela Anderson. Season three, episode seven of uh, VIP. Boy, they got three se- seasons of VIP. There might be more. Hmm. Yeah. Were you a big Pamela Anderson guy? <laughs> I mean, define big Pamela Anderson guy. Uh, did you ever have a conversation with your friends in like seventh grade about Pamela Anderson? I mean, you're implying that I had friends in seventh grade. Kids on, you know, like... Uh, the guys who were saying you had HBO and uh, and were like, who's the new guy? You're like, hey, you guys, you guys like Pamela Anderson? I mean, I don't th- think that I ever like um, was an active Pamela Anderson like uh, fan. Like I, four I, seasons, by the way. Yeah, I, I do not think I had a Pamela Anderson poster, but she was like a like uh, Pamela Anderson was just sort of like um, ubiquitous in the early part of the 90s. I mean, I don't think I ever watched an episode of Baywatch. 
Um, mm-hmm. I did not go see Barbed Wire. Um, Barbed Wire, yeah. Well, here's let me explain I, the synopsis for the youth out there. Who not, we're not even uh, live in the yeah, show. So. I did not ever acquire the uh, her uh, her videotape with Tommy Lee. Okay, Anderson stars as Val- Valerie Irons, a woman who accidentally saves a celebrity and then is hired by a real bodyguard agency that's called VIP, aka, AKA Valerie Irons Protection. Not sure why. It, it's named after her after they hire her, but she's a famous figurehead. Oh, okay, fine. So she's like becomes famous and they name it after her. While the rest of the and agency's professionals, yeah, work to solve cases. Her lack of investigation skills end up defeating the antagonist in every episode. Uh, she's like an Inspector Gadget, where she's yeah, just she's like, like a, a clown basically. Hmm. And they who knew she's a controversial figure in modern times. Like she's like uh, besties with like Julian Assange. Yeah, I think she's like maybe dating him or a very good friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. many first season episodes opened with cameos of famous celebrities being f- protected by Anderson, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jay Leno, yeah. Charles Barkley, Jerry Springer, Springer, Alfonso Ribeiro. Hmm. Alfonso Ribeiro. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, who is this for? Nobody. I'm just <laughs> like. Uh, Doing a Is this deep for our dive. Canadian listeners? Uh, famously, a Canadian bombshell, um, Pamela Anderson. Uh, Val wants the episode that that they want us to watch is called uh, "Magnificent Val." She wants to protect her famous little Tokyo sushi chef Fuji. Who's Victor- asking for this? Nobody, nobody. No, right. I, I mean, like literally, though. Who's who's writing in the email? Oh, uh, uh, William asked for it. William, yeah, William from America. I probably from Canada, knowing our listeners for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the rise and fall of Pamela Anderson is, uh, I think, more interesting to me. Uh, okay, all right. Um, Had an fine. interesting so life. Yeah, she has. All right, let's let's call it a day on the mailbag. But there was some good ideas there. Some some food for thought. Okay. All right. So uh, let's talk about what is out there. And then mm-hmm. Akiva, well, I guess we'll like, uh, let's spin the wheel and then see what comes up and then decide, uh, what, uh, wh- whether we're going to record a bonus episode or if, uh, we are going to do a, um, uh, like, a whole, you know, to see if we can, uh, record, uh, what, it, what it actually comes up tomorrow. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Uh, season three, episode seven. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. coin flip. Is that eligible? Sure. Okay. C- crappy movie diaper. People's yep. Choice, the sequel mm-hmm. mechanism, which would be the census. Robin Akiva, yes. Get Trek, Sex and Akivi, which, uh, I don't know, did you see any of the tweets from uh, Shut Up Tim last night? Yeah, I think he wasn't happy. He was not happy. Yeah, he, I think he's actually upset with you. Well, I don't think he's upset. He's not like, he doesn't often get upset, but I think he, I think he thinks I messed up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so but he said Sex in the City 2 was the plan, which was I had guessed. And Kirsten says we're not watching that movie. It's not. It's not watchable. Yes, uh, Kirsten. Yeah, I spoke with her on the Survivor rewatch. Uh, uh, talk about millennials versus Gen X, and she said she does not want to talk about Sex and the City too. Uh, does which, that mean we're watching Sex and the City one? I don't like, know. I think we need to like, the show. I, I think we need to huddle up with the whole okay. uh, group. The whole and, group. Okay, fine. And, and talk it through. All right. Well, that might be tonight's. That might be what we're watching tonight. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then. We have a uh, guest choice, uh, which okay. uh, protects uh, Maggie, Maggie Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, astrology season. Yeah. I th- so I think astrology season and Taskmaster are off the wheel for this week. I know Grace is not available. Okay. Uh, Robin, if you get soapy, we'd have to what? Watch all the soaps from this week. I think I, I I'll do it. 
Yeah, but what about, uh, do we need the Friday episode? Are they going to get a cliffhanger? That, yeah, I guess we'll have to guess what happens on Friday. Okay. Uh, peeved off, where we're going to uh, talk about the listeners' pet peeves. Three mm-hmm. fast, three furious. And Rob McKeever need a college athlete. That might be tough to source together. Yeah, in... I don't think we could do that this week. Okay. I honestly want to leave that until football season. Until like the sports season. Because right now there's no sports. There are no NCAA athletes. There's I no think we sports? Should... Well, there's no college sports. The NCAA is like really off of the... mm. in July and August. So I think we should save that for September. Okay. All right. So let's spin the wheel and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ideally, we get a TV show or a movie. We're right back at you tomorrow. All right. And the wheel is going to come up with a sequel mechanism, uh, which is the census. What do you want to do? So, okay. Um, could I think we... we could do the census tomorrow. No, I, I, there's not enough time for people to fill out the census. Okay. Is is tomorrow the only day that you could potentially rec- uh, record in the next in the next week? Like you can't like uh, uh, there's not there's not another time you could find an hour to watch Space Jam two. Uh, I probably about- could. I probably could find an hour to watch Space let's, Jam two. Let's do that. Okay. So let's okay. so let's put out the census. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Give yes. people time to fill it out. That will I won't be, say it came up on the wheel. Even that will say that will be episode number one forty one. At okay. some point. In the next, uh, you know, we have like 10 days to hit this. Uh, You're right. Let's watch Space Jam 2, and mm-hmm. then we'll talk about it. We don't even have to do a mailbag. We already know. We don't have to do a wheel spin. It is a bonus episode that it's been uh, already part of the Renap universe uh, that we have mm-hmm. a bet of $100. Yes. Will Space Jam 2 have a over 56% critic score on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes? Like, I feel like uh, that we that we should watch it. All right, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, listen, I I would have loved to record tomorrow morning because it's really the only free time I have in the next four weeks. But uh, I get there's nothing we could do tomorrow morning unless we want to like bank some other random thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's do it. I think it's a good idea. You will probably get, but you as you say, it could only be an hour episode because we won't do a mailbag. Uh, I mean, it, I'm not saying that after 60 seconds the Chester bomb is going to go off, but it's no. you know it's about it. We'll watch Space yeah. Jam two and talk about it. All right, I'm excited. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. It'll, uh, no, it'll definitely be fun. I think I'm it's excited a good to talk about a, a gateway where it's like, oh, I've heard about Robin and Keeping a Podcast, but I never was interested in what they talked about, but I want to mm-hmm. hear about Space Jam 2. Yeah, I think we could do more, especially the good movie season now in the summer. I think we could do a couple better attends. Mm-hmm. Especially when That's it's good dropping idea. on a streaming site. Let's do it. All right, Space Jam 2. Hopefully by the time you're hearing this, we have, you know, we figured out a record time. Okay. We'll, and by uh, the way, I also mm-hmm. uh, watched the Friends reunion uh, recently. Yes, and well, I didn't finish it. I, I watched probably like the first like hour or so. Like uh, I didn't think it was terrible. Okay, I mean, I'm not enough of a Friends guy to really have a, such a strong opinion. It was fine. Uh, I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be like uh, like a, a super train wreck, but it, it was fun enough. Yeah, do you think it was worth like however many millions they paid each of the big six? <laughs> uh, I don't think they know. made their money back. I don't know if they. I honestly, I don't know enough about the economics of the streaming sites uh, to mm-hmm. uh, to know. Probably not. Okay. You know, loss. Everything's a loss leader on the streaming site. Yeah, but maybe it's they like lose a, a lot of money. But it's like, uh, well, eventually, maybe gotta spend money to make money. Revitalize in, in the, the catalog. Possible. You know, the one thing that I saw that was really hilarious though was David Schwimmer hated the monkey. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, like, um, there's like one part where like uh, they're doing like Q and A, 
and James Corden is like asking about like uh, a question about the monkey and and David Schwimmer is like trying to be like uh like bite his tongue a little bit but mm-hmm. he clearly despised the monkey how many times does the monkey show up is it like was it a like lot. 20 times a lot okay. and then and then like some of the other cats were like oh yeah and they're like no he's like no no you did not have to work with him and he mm-hmm. sat on my shoulder and it was disgusting and he would get like uh like eat bugs and like get them all over me david <laughs> schwimmer was like could not hide his disdain for the monkey uh in any way that's very funny. I didn't. I had never thought about that. Yeah, and then uh, I, I then I saw it reported like uh, David Schwimmer was jealous of the monkey. Oh jeez! <laughs> but can you imagine though? Mean? Like we had like you know some like parakeet like uh, that was a guest on the podcast. Everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. Oh, the parrot, like a like, uh, no, the, you have no idea. Like, is the it the best takes, part of Renap? And we're like, no, it's no. Thirty-two takes to get how him much editing one thing. we have to do. <laughs> He's making noise. How many slurs the parakeet says that we yeah. edit out? Yeah, yeah. that uh, like uh, they're like, please. Oh, oh, how about season three, episode seven of Coach with Pete the Parrot? And like, uh, we're like, no, no, no more Pete the Parrot episodes. Like, oh, screw you guys. Yeah, you guys are no yeah, Renap fun. was better when Pete the Parrot was on yeah, every Pete episode. Pete the Parrot should get his own podcast. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Renap. All right, Akiva. So, yeah. all right, Space Jam two. All right, I'm excited for that. This was very fun today. I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. I like recording at twelve thirty in the afternoon much better than at two thirty in the middle of the night. You do. I thought that you uh, like uh, to podcast uh, later at night, though. Well, I don't have a choice. Like, I, I'm not, you know. Oh. Normally, it's like, well, also, we were 10 Space hours Jam apart. 2, executive producer, Ivan Reitman. Uh, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Catherine Reitman, Jason Reitman. Mm-hmm. The whole crew will be on next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, we'll talk about Space Jam 2 in a non-canonical episode of mm-hmm. Robin Akiva Need a Podcast uh, sometime in the next week. And maybe we'll drop that, like, earlier in the, uh, like, uh, you know, as opposed to next next weekend. Okay. Yeah, we could probably do that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Uh, Akiva, what's coming up for you? Olympics? Uh, yeah, I, we just recorded NGOG last night with Liana Barr's very fun episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I'm, we're banking a lot of episodes with Chester. Some of them were, were, were pretty solid, too. Some fun things on 32 Fans. Only a couple weeks before the actual 32 Fans and 32 Days, where we preview every single NFL team in a month before the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch a lot of Olympics. Uh, yeah, I'd like to plug the um, the uh, women's high jump. That's always fun. You should watch the women's high jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's um, about it. A- any changes to the order? I feel like every year that uh, there's some talk about, like, okay, we're gonna change the way we're doing the 32 fans uh, of it, of it all. We haven't really discussed how what the order is because some there there are years where we did the worst team first, yeah, and we went 32 to one. But then it's like, because we have guests for most of them, it's more like when the guests are available and we bank a, a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But do you have an opinion on how we should about, do it? Why don't you start with the best teams and then, and then yada yada. Because then it's always like, uh, all right, the season's starting tomorrow. We've got like uh, five teams to talk about. That's so let's true. talk about the, good the best ones. five teams uh, in the next 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I, think, I think random is the ultimate best answer. Mm-hmm. I think last year we literally just randomized it. Because I don't, if you only talk about the bad teams, first of all, you don't have a context in your head for who the good teams are and vice versa. And also, I think, uh, yeah, it gets like stale. I think it's fun to bounce around. And also, like, you know, you can't always, if you're booking 32 guests, you can't always get them in the order, in the order you want them. So, yeah, I thought you weren't doing guests anymore on that. 
We did it two years ago, but I think last year we did guests for all of them. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I mean, uh, not my podcast. I don't, I don't want to give... Uh, uh, but no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll write feedback. in my feedback. Okay. No, it's good feedback, but yeah. I think, uh, but I would I, do I think it, you mix it up. Yeah, just for the right... I, I would do it. You know, start with... Go from, you know, one to 32, and then have guests on, like, where you have, like, a... You know, uh, a a great guest, and then uh, the, mm-hmm. you know, like eighty uh, percent of the time, it's like well, I, when I, I don't wrote, care what this person has to say. When I wrote my Olympic, the giant Olympic preview, that's like twenty thousand words. When I did the one in twenty sixteen, yeah. uh, which was ranking all three hundred six medal events, um, I wrote it three hundred six to one, mm-hmm. and the editors were like, "No, it's going to be one to three hundred six." So yeah, I was I, like, "I mean that." I'm just like, uh, people are excited. Like, oh my God. Oh, I can't believe it's so excited. Oh, the 32 fans are started. Like, oh, I want to hear about oh, number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, let's go, baby. And then, and then like, uh, you know, when it's time to like, uh, all right, today. But then do people tune out by like number 27? Like, all right, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's yeah, but, you're, but you guys are checked out by number 27. I've never checked out. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, all right, I check uh, in. It's this before is the, the, football the, season. the 27th like... one of these today. Uh, we're talking about the Detroit Lions today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, like, do you know any That'd Lions? Probably be like no. 31. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> do you know any Lions? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, like, like the people on the team yeah, or do you know like the team? Oh, not Adam. Like, uh, do you know Matt any Patricia's Lions? fired. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Something they got, mm-hmm. uh, what they traded for a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Stafford. Is that who's there? Yeah. No, he's gone uh, now. But are they going to be good? I don't know. Um, All right, you don't even have to listen. Rob just did the whole podcast. I, mean, I think, I think the, the answer is to randomize like, it. Like uh, the answer is to do random. Uh, a good team, and then a mediocre team, then a bad team, and then a mediocre team, and then a good team, and then yeah. another good team, then a bad team. You know, I think and, that's you the know, way get to go. your you what know about Michael J. Clarks order? for the Patriots. But I feel like that a lot of these guests, it's like, like, all right, here's a random person. Yeah, but they know the team well. Sometimes. I thought last year we had good guests. Last year yeah. we had we, we we upped the quality of the guests. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get uh, Rick Devins for the Washington football team this year. He started a football podcast. Yeah, uh, that he uh, was a Washington fan. It's called uh, Surviving Snyder. Mm-hmm. They have some great guests on that podcast. Who is it? A uh, Rick Devins, Dalton Ross from Entertainment Weekly. Who's the third Brendan person? Brendan Shapiro. Oh, so two two Survivor people, and are they all Washington football team fans? They are all Washington uh, football team. Uh, okay, fans. All right, maybe we'll have all of them. Yeah. Um, all right. That's fun. Okay. Shout out to those guys. All right. So there you go. All right. So we'll talk about Space Jam 2 next time. Uh, you, you finish all your plugs? I'm finished with my plugs. Okay. Of course, uh, plenty going on on Robin's podcast. If you like Big Brother, come listen mm-hmm. to uh, that. If you if you like Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, check out uh, uh, Renap <laughs> Without Akiva. <laughs> We're talking about Big Brother. Talking about Survivor. Frenchie. There's a guy named Frenchie. There's, there's, there's a guy named There's a guy named Frenchie. Let me see. That's, that's uh, what. I is know. there anything else that I could uh, sell Akiva on for Big Brother? Wild season. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd like it. I, I'm not going to have the time this summer, but I, I'm sure I would like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, thanks for checking out uh, Renap episode number one forty. Uh, we'll be back to talk about Space Jam. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.